will be recording. Oh, like now. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to episode 12 of the Love Both Podcast Project. Nope. Didn't know the title. I'm Mike Robertson <laughs> along with Mike Taylor. And this week, our special guest is our good friend, Beth Callen. Thanks for joining us, Beth. Hello. Thanks for having me. So, Beth, we usually ask the same question okay. to, our, to our guests to start every week, even though I have a much more important question because you're also definitely the first person we've had on the show that was born after the entire run of the show. So there's there's questions uh, about that. But to start off, have you ever been on a cruise? I actually have been on a cruise. I've been on one and I think it might be, I would say if you asked me then, I would say this is my first and last cruise I'm ever going to go on. And then I think recently I've warmed up to it again. So really? it might just because time has passed and I forgot the horror of it. What of was what the, was. what was the horror? Was it food related? Cause that's uh, my nightmare going in. No, I, no. Well, I, I do have an allergy, so I do get frightened about that, but sure. I'm also, I have this fear of like not having food or having bad food or what if I hate everything on it? Mm-hmm. Um, no, the horror is just like being on a boat in the middle of like the deep sea and you're just, you're just kind of floating there. And the amount of people that they pack on the ships, like me stuck on a ship with tons of strangers is like my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, we're all <laughs> We're we're all in the same boat with that. Yeah. I mean, I just can't right. I can't imagine a worse. Now, I don't think this episode was particularly insightful um, right. in terms of cruise activity. But was there anything in this that you were like, nope, that's not realistic for a cruise, or yes, that's totally realistic for a cruise? No, it actually felt pretty realistic. I think maybe the runaway thing in general was kind of a little bit of a false storyline. I did have a question: Is every episode a different cruise, like a different? charter yeah yeah Got well it. from what we've been able to gather they're self-contained 10-day cruises um, so this is over a course of 10 days this whole story that's our that that's what we're working with now we mm-hmm. had one last week that was a special christmas cruise that felt like it was shorter it was like because, four you know, for the days super, or like for the super lonely people to go on a christmas cruise but and for the new most year's. part we're working yeah. with 10 days yeah yeah you get christmas and new year's if you took a 10-day christmas cruise right. likely yeah. well you, you'd probably want to put that together as a package like yeah and i'm sure that they do you know a big thing for new year's eve there oh on the yeah cruise. oh um, yeah i wonder if they do thanksgiving on a cruise like, I mean, it doesn't seem like a cruise like event, but I bet. I guess if you really got like somebody. your entire family to go on a cruise, I think, I think that they probably do because they have the carving stations, like the meat carving stations. So I feel like adding a turkey in there really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing poultry isn't something that can go bad or cause rampant, you know, food poisoning. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. easy. Done. Plus it's, done. Like, okay. it's like, oh, happy Thanksgiving, you, your loved ones, this weird couple from Sarasota. Anderson, like it's Osborns. just like, yeah. Yeah. This old boss I once had, not Mike, but a different boss, um, (laughs) he he actually went on this cruise ship called The World, and it never stops cruising. Like, it stops at ports, but people, it just is like a 20, like, it's a 365 all-year-round cruise ship, and it's so exquisite. It has a hella landing pad at the top. It has, like a golf course. Like it's very exquisite. It's for like the, you know, one percenters of the world. Sure. Um, wow, and I remember cool. having to book this for him thinking this is, I mean, this is living. That's, not, or that's like when you would fall asleep, uh, 
after a long night on the L and it would just go back and forth a bunch of times and you end up between Bridge and Pratt and 69th Street. I mean, it's the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a lot cheaper. Exactly. Until that time you end up in the shipyard, which definitely didn't happen to me. Um, So, Beth, we'll sprinkle it in, but I am curious, just first impressions. You'd never seen any episode of Love Boat, correct? Never. I heard the theme song, song, Did you know anything? Yeah. No, I knew nothing about it. We, um, I think we've kind of come to the same realization. I think we assumed we had seen more than we have. Yeah. Um, mm. And they certainly have, besides the song and just the general beats, I don't know that we did either. Um, mm. But first impressions of a 45-year-old television show that probably made no sense. It's <laughs> getting dropped in the middle of. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually was like, my first impression was, I wonder how much of this would would make it on TV today. Cause I think like mm. my first impression was like, are the jokes still going to track? Is everything going to be so outdated or like, is there going to be a lot of, you know, uh, just things that like would not hold up today or would yeah. be canceled today. Mm. Cause I think about the office, like if you were to air the office today, it would half the show it would be canceled after episode two. So I was like, I was kind of waiting for that to see if, if any of those little, you know, you know it's, would, in- would happen. it's interesting that you say that, about the office. And I only say that because my frame of reference was always like uh, all in the family. Right. Mm. Cause I was always like, well, there's no way you could put a show like that on today, even today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. When you say that, even though the office, cause I think <laughs> the diversity day episode alone. Right. Oh yeah. So good. But I, it's funny because <clears throat> they're pretty, well, I don't know. The standards were just different in the seventies. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was a little looser. Yeah. Like the language wasn't looser, yeah. But it, I felt right. like the subjects were a little looser. So even- I, I will say we're halfway through the first season now. So we've seen, you know, we've seen a decent amount of episodes, yeah. like probably mm. more than people should, more know, than but, they should ever watch. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, except for a couple, couple small things, a lot of the cancelable stuff did not come up as much as I expected. Like, yeah, there's not a there's not a lot Mm-mm. there. The, the The biggest thing I would say is that it's just the it's not even chauvinism because it's women too, but just the mm-hmm. just like there's just definitely a lot of just like everybody's a creep. <laughs> like, right. just a lot well, of, like, I mean, the episode yeah. title alone, I was like, oh no, this is I don't want to do this episode. I was like, I don't think yep. I should watch this. Yep. <laughs> The old Not man in the way, I was like, oh, the scene. I was like, this is all downhill from this here. This could go way, <laughs> way. It could go in a very different direction. Be- like, because I'm a, a wonderful host. I gave you three choices. So I didn't well, just. Yeah, I, honestly, when you gave me the choices, I didn't even like track on the title at all. I was like, oh, yeah. this just like seems all right. The date worked for me. And then I was like, what did I do? Why did I choose this? <laughs> it's funny. Like, had she gone to a different room, this would be a completely different TV show. And right. I kept thinking that I was like, I don't know if that's a sign of the times or it's just a sign of the circumstances in which it happens in the in the course of the story. But either way, right. it was just a a weird. So I want to I want to get to the titles because yeah. um, I feel like kind of lazy. So the titles are The Old Man and the Runaway, The Painters, and A Fine Romance. Well, The Painters, that's fine. That's, that's, you know, not everything needs to be poetry. A Fine Romance is not descriptive in any way of the Julie Priest. Right. 
And question, is this the finale? How many episodes are in a season? Uh, about 25. So no, we're about okay, halfway no, down. No, halfway through. Okay, because I was like, oh, I was like, I guess I just lost steam. And we're like, all right, this is this is it. <laughs> <laughs> but Screw but you know it. what's funny it's is like we've had a couple of these that felt that way, that felt like they were smashing it together and kind of like stalling for time yeah. and yeah. kind of thrown together. Um the weirdest <laughs> thing about this is, you know, when this aired originally, Mm-mm. Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy seven. Oh, really? So Imagine gathering around with the family. That's crazy because this is probably one of the most viewed episodes. Then, if this was like a popular show, and Christmas Eve is around family time, so you're like, oh, let's all watch a show together. That. But the weird. But the weird thing was last week was the Christmas episode. Oh. Which means I think do? they had so, Mike, do you remember that weird Thursday episode that came out of nowhere yeah, and it was like the weirdest yeah. one? I bet you it that screwed up the schedule. Do you think that they were like, are we going to get canceled? Are we not going to get canceled? All right, let's just throw some let's, filler episodes well, in. I, let's you know, end on this <laughs> terrible thing. <laughs> I, I, think you, I think, Beth, I, make, I think you make a good point. I mean, if people weren't watching it, right, they weren't yeah. going to put it on Christmas Eve. Like it wasn't even related to Christmas Eve. So that tells me well, there must have been a we, bunch of people. You know, I'd love to know what like the the rating was or something to see. Yeah, who's watching well, a love boat on Christmas Eve instead of well, like a but Christmas here's, special, or right? Or Christmas, like yeah, exactly. Well, must but, have been. So I've had confidence in it. So I looked to see what else mm. was on because you know, <laughs> times were different back then. Um, yeah. So Kojak has replaced Carol Brown. Wow. So mm. you know, Christmas Kojak probably a thing. Uh, NBC show now usually they have a crazy movie of the week mm-hmm. that makes no sense so they had a religious program and you would think oh okay you know the first noel or in, in prime time or yeah okay you know what it was about noah's ark the least christmasy religious story yeah. you can find in the bible like like they like just had like lots of life turns test- there's a whole testament dedicated to Christmas. So, right. yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> we're going? We're going like Exodus. <laughs> we're okay. going early yeah, in the book. book. All about the twenty fourth. That's all that. Yeah, is. They, yeah, that, yeah, that so, guy. What? That's an odd. Yeah, just, was just a, a weird. Was it just like a long? And like unless really you know, long? or amazing counter programming because the Love Boat is such a smash that you had to get another nautical program on noah's ark oh, oh to rival go. it yeah yeah exactly. I, I wore i wore a nautical sweater because i i nice. didn't really know what very to wear impressive it was hard because i tried to find something in um singapore sunrise saffron i don't have like uh, any yellow clothes looks like this yeah i have Match. i have no yellow clothing it's yeah, crazy i don't have a lot of yellow clothing i don't yeah I wasn't sure, and they also had Calcutta yellow, which I was like, I don't really know. And then I thought maybe I wear a painter suit, but that, you know. I thought oh, about just having a single splash of paint here. Just like yeah. I'm not even, I don't see it. What paint? But, what paint? but you've done a pretty a good job, Mike, right of there. forgetting to have a costume every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my costume yeah. is not yeah. having a costume. Like I, what went with a, I went with a blue shirt to match yeah. Steubing's office at the I'm end. I'm dressed as best intentions. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's get to the summary of this nonsense. So an right. older man finds a teenage stowaway in his bathroom. Uh, Julie falls for one of her uh, brother's best friends go, while uh, the roommate is uh, you know, egging him on to, to hook up with Julie. 
And then uh, Julie hires inept painters to paint Steubing's office, as we said. Singapore, Sunrise, Saffron. Um, so Julie gets two notes in the in the plot summary so that's uh that's heavy duty for her is she usually not a main character or no she's probably had the most to do like even more than the captain she's like Um, the heart and soul of the ship honestly like like, yeah i will i will be curious to get your opinion though beth because i feel like Hmm. and like i don't know if you agree we'll get to it but julie julie's had a rough few weeks i felt for roy i really felt for her in this episode Yeah. yeah Um, she, she's like the Pam of the show. Yeah, but it's funny. She it's like a self-inflicted like Pam. Pam. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, like right. that things weird Pam. Yeah, so I guess that'd be her last name. But yeah, it's, it's just like a weird. I'm a red hot. I'm like, oh, I had to look mm, away. No, <laughs> I know that was that, no, no, I, that was that such was, a cringe moment. Oh, I just oh, chills man. all my arms. Yeah, I if actually, Day didn't have a heart attack in that scene. I was going oh, to because that was uncomfortable. I yes, I wrote down the quote for that because I felt like we had to say it out loud. (laughs) I went back and I just made sure. Um, looking at the credits, we go five deep today. Uh, Will Gear as Franklin Boothurston. Will Gear apparently big guy from the Waltons, which I never saw. Yeah. Um, and sadly died four months after this aired. So. I hope he, he went out see- on top. Yeah, he, he saw great. it, and then, yeah. Hope he got to no spend question. time with his newfound family member. Question. <laughs> um, I was distracted immediately by Will Gear because yeah. I thought he sounded exactly like, and potentially was at one point, Burl Ives. Uh, and all I could do is hear him talking like Burl Ives as the snowman in the Rudolph special. <laughs> no, I need to go back time. Well, don't worry because everything I say as him tonight will be in the cadence of Burl Ives as the snowman in the Rudolph special. So amazing. I got to say, it's funny you say that. The same thing happened to me. I'm not kidding with Artie Johnson. Okay. Mm. For some some reason, I thought it was uh, the what's his name? The the person that sings the love boat. I thought it was Paul Williams. Mm. So the whole thing, I kept thinking it was Paul Williams. And then I was like, wait. Not loving, lo- lo- laughing, Artie Johnson. It, well, it was distracting. I had so many Paul Williams questions. Yeah. If we're also talking about cameos, there is like an amazing one in this episode. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the painter, Vincent, he is Pat Morita, yes. aka Mr. Miyagi. Yes. I knew I knew that if there was a chance of you knowing yeah. any of these guys, it would be somebody from the Karate Kid, a movie that actually was made while you were alive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I thought the painters were great. I thought that was a oh, really okay. good oh, yeah. comic duo. Like that was just they were like I would watch those guys have their own show. Yeah, yeah it was, was a very feel like like traveling around it. the world for free. Yeah, just inept yeah. at whatever they're just doing. That was such a surprise at the end. Yeah. I love that. Surprise, yeah, yeah, I like that. That's the thing. This this episode, for all its faults, which we will definitely get into, had two gotchas that I think got me. Both of them surprised me. Yeah, the priest thing and the Kamian thing. I think they yeah. both surprised me. Same. Was not. No, you shouldn't either. build. You shouldn't Same build a whole sixty-minute network television show around gotchas. Obviously, based on today, but. 
Um, Tom Poston is most famous Love for him. being George Utley in Newhart. Yeah. He was great. Also, he was a lot great. of greatness in here, but yeah, he a lot of great. crap. Anson Williams as uh, Sean McGlynn. Yeah, not um, good. Not. I, ch- I challenge you to, to rewatch this episode and look. Let's not say that to rewatch the episode. In watching, I was so distracted because Anson Williams has the same haircut as Julie. So every time <laughs> I would see it, I'd be like, ah, yep. Yeah. Okay, you, do you think it was the old, it was the old neighborhood haircut, like standard yeah, issue? <laughs> yeah. From uh, Oregon, right? That's where she's yeah. from. Oh, yeah. from Portland. He, oh, right. He, that, you might, yeah, you might be neighbors yes, with, with I, Julie's family. I did have a few call outs. There's a lot of PA call outs and a lot of Portland call out or that one yep. Portland call out. Yeah. Um, this is, we end up getting a double shot of happy days with Pat Morita and Anson mm-hmm. Williams, which boosts happy days to the lead. That was the third and fourth happy days cast members to be on the love boat. So they take the lead over, I think the Brady bunch in our, in our long running contest that I probably yeah. should write. Yeah. Down yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the person I feel bad for is Bane Johnson. Yeah, who is who Nancy is Brown, the stowaway. Yeah, she's the only person who does not get in the main credits, and she's the only person who ends up in the end credits. You couldn't she just a lot of offer one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that storyline. I mean, if you just broke down like how much screen time that story yeah. just oof, was, it was it was pretty much the whole episode. You know, it was it, it took it was very time consuming. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to say. I don't want to say it, but that might be why Will Gear didn't stay with us much longer. They were working his ass off. Like yeah, he was in a lot of this show. They were not paying him yeah. by the word. I mean, mm-hmm. and they had him doing a lot of like physical comedy in that. Yoga. Yes. Yeah. That chanting. whole scene, chanting, that, the I falling mean, over. He shouldn't have, by the way, that's irresponsible to ask a man of his age to bend his leg without ever doing it ever before. Be like, no, 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 put your no, you're fine, grandpa. What are you right. trying to do? What are you doing? Yeah. Trying to knock there was him a, off. I mean. There were there were a lot of weird parts of that storyline. Yeah, yeah very weird. Yeah. Mike, any last notes on the cast before we jump on? Uh, no, I was a little conf- I kind of didn't know who Artie Johnson was, but it, he's been in well, a lot. Obviously, of you thought it was Paul Williams as well. I thought it was Paul Williams. Mm. Uh, no, no, nothing yet. I um, I'm happy to see more Happy Days people, but now I'm sort of wondering that well is getting sort of shallow on the Happy Days department. I think I the think parents can get, Winkler. I think we'll get the parents. I think you'll I think get we'll Marion get, before the boss. We'll get mm-hmm. Joni. We're never getting Fonzie or Ron Howard. Well, we already had Chachi. That's not, but that's, there's a level. And that's we're going to get fun. like Ralph mouth, like 30 times would be my guess. Like not Winkler even credited. Just like eating, that. eating on the boat somewhere. Oh, like ice, cream, ice cream man for something <laughs> horrible. Poor <laughs> Mr. Mouth. Great character. <laughs> All right, let's get on the boat. Let's get on the boat here. Um, And we're going to start with a very good scene, but also a little controversy, uh, which I want to see if you guys picked up on. Hmm. So we open up. Julie is um, welcoming passengers and old man Franklin Boothurston comes through the door as everyone's trying to get into the boat. So just a great start, you old man. And then just starts complaining about there's nothing to do on this boat. What do you have to do on this boat? And, uh, and and Julie just gives him a lot of young man's game activities as for this clearly hundred year old man. 
Do you think that she did that intentionally? Because she's just like, this guy's very crotchety. Oh, uh, you think it's like, uh, go away, don't ask me questions? Right. Because like, if I were her, I'd be like, oh, bless your heart. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> just he, immediately go the opposite direction. He's but a he's giant like, old man, too. He's giant. This guy is enormous. Yeah, he does like, kind of, he is, a, he is towering. I don't think I realized it as much in this scene, but yeah. Like maybe he's not like a jerk, but he has it. it just the situation has like potential to go south real quick. Just well, it's like get him my to his room. Like all right, all right. My go. grandfather was always famous. He he would uh, somebody would ask him how he was doing, and he would just be like lousy, and that was his thing. And he wasn't right. like a grumpy person, but he mm-hmm. wanted you to ask him why he was lousy, right? And all that stuff. So I do think that this was a good setup because it it did like, you know, pull out your heartstrings a little later on once you find his, find out a story. So yeah. I think it was like, you know, make him be a crotchy old man and people hate him. And then we'll see if, you know, he's got a heart, heart of gold, crotchy yeah. old man, heart of gold. See, maybe that's right. why it worked out for Christmas too, because I was kind of thinking, I'm like, yeah, is there any Christmas vibe to any of this? And I was like, right. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little I bit. Think that's coincidental. I do not well, think they knew this was airing on Christmas. So. <laughs> Um, he, he shoehorns in, uh, as Beth pointed out, McKeesport, which I think we get like three McKeesports in here and don't worry in case you were worried later, we'll have a little fun fact trip around McKeesport, Pennsylvania, but he doesn't want to get mixed up with one of your sun city swingers, <laughs> which is great, <laughs> but in your pants, Julie, I'm, I'm not hitting on these old blue airs. So. Well, you never know Just with Julie. Julie's ready to. Julie's what red red blooded American woman ready to mingle apparently. So she's she just, well, here's the thing thirsty. Yeah. Oh wow, you think she's going Boothurston? By the way, I wrote Boothurston three hundred times in my notes. I still don't quite know how to pronounce it. I actually had to look up his name because I couldn't understand when they said his name what it was, and yeah. I did notice that he it, his first name is Franklin. With a Y, not with an a I. Y, right? So oh, that's some that's class right there. That's class. class. High class. You think he's like, like high cotton McKeesport? Like he's, the, the older, yeah, the old money? He's he's not buttoning his collars, his, his, his sleeves. He's got, come on, he's cufflinks exclusive. Cufflinks. He's got cufflinks we, we, on his t shirt. I will say this. Rolls. If I hadn't busted out that tux a few episodes ago, I would have busted it out this week because this is a fine, finely dressed episode. He's All a the gentlemen, gentlemen He's a gentleman. are dressed to the nines the entire the entire episode. And they are in California, which is a little weird to me. Like that seems an awful lot of a lot clothing. of suiting. A lot yeah. of suiting for California. Um, I was also I wrote a note about that because I was like, this actually doesn't track. Yeah, because how are you gonna so go you swimming? Think, do you think he flies? Are... So he hmm. flies from McKeesport. So spoiler near Pittsburgh. So he, he flies from yeah. Pittsburgh sure. to Los Angeles, right? So he flies yeah. in that suit and then gets on the boat in the suit? Or do you think it's yeah, a second suit? He, he no, could take I off mean, his jacket at least. Roll are there wrinkles? Where, like, how did he got, not get any wrinkles throughout all this travel? I bet you clothes back then wrinkled like crazy. I bet you For everyone sure. was a wrinkly mess back in the that, day. That's what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. you know it was cramped on a plane, whatever it mm-hmm. was. I don't know. Maybe his shirt was all jacked up. That's the only thing I can think of. Because how are you going to? I mean, it's in I mean, he was so handy with that. He was so handy with that clothesline later. Maybe he's got some sort of like 
old school ironing trick where he like beats it against the the wall or something. It's Maybe like he thinks he's on like one of those Norwegian cruises. He's just confused. He brought all I the wrong clothes. I just we'll get to it, but like if if you're if he clearly likes McKeesport, he's definitely a, a salt of the earth type. It's a weird trip to go on by yourself across the across the country to go cruising. I never would go on a cruise by myself. Like that is like the one I I just can't, I just can't imagine. I know we're going to get to the storyline later. Like be like, you know, something tragic happens and I'm like, you know what? A cruise sounds like it's going to cheer me up. This is perfect. No, sounds awful. And I'll say this, Beth, like I would say 50% of the storylines are people on the boat by themselves, including a person in a wheelchair who can't, you know, get around without a wheelchair. A person who was so pregnant that they had the baby on the boat. On the ship. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. also, how insane is it that Sean and Mickey get our two single men that are like room together? They don't know each other. I would that's, be like, are you crazy? Weird. Rooming with that a stranger? Is, like, it so said, we like don't it's a know, hostile. Like a hostile. We don't on know water. if we don't know if that's a real thing, but that is definitely a show thing. The first episode had it, and we were floored that yeah, that is just, a thing. I can't Insanity. be a real thing. I can't. Be I a, am disgusted. Must be a, by a the cheap phone. ass ticket. I wouldn't want. I don't to do want to sit at a table with a, a stranger. Room, like, I got just a complete, You're going to sleep there in the same room. Gross. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? No, I'm not down with that. So, um, just before we move on, I just want to note that Julie in that scene was wearing a navy blue jacket uh, with a red shirt. Sorry, white shirt. Anyway, why would that be relevant? Who knows? Anyway, moving on. Doc is greeted by Stubing on the deck, and Stubing's like in a great mood, like the best mood we've ever seen him in. And Doc's like, "What? Why? It's just a cruise. You know, nobody's paying attention. Our show's going to be canceled soon. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Stubing's excited because while they were on on uh, in port, Julie got some painters to paint the his cabin his favorite color: Singapore sunrise saffron. And so he wants to go show, um, go show it off to Doc. What did he say? Fee- come feast your eyes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's nice that he has nothing to do. Like the ship's about to leave <laughs> port. He's got nothing to do but just, hey, come here. Doc. This is the time I'm going to show you this. Right. He's not what? greeting guests. He's not doing anything. He's worried about his paint. Pulling the boat out. He's not the real captain. He's like no. figurehead captain. He's yeah. like, did you notice who was not more of a captain than him? He did you notice who was not busy checking out the paint job in his office? The deputy captain. Right. The who, real captain. We've heard his name, but you never see him because he's always busy right. driving the ship. Right. Well, exactly. He's gonna he can't be on that show. I also like that they called the painters um, color and tint engineers. I was yeah, like, I like that. that. Yeah. I like was that. Such yeah. a, I was like, wow, what an upgrade for a title. It's amazing. I love yeah, everything Julie, about these um, painters. Yeah. I, I, I did not guess that they were con artists at all. But once I knew, I was like, oh, Julie, you just got sold, man. <laughs> you just got sold. And she would, it kind of just goes with her personality that she would. Or get maybe she's got like, like maybe she has like a shady side. You I know will what I mean? say. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like she just gets like you know glazed eyes and like hard eyes and oh, you know heart of gold. I mean, yeah, too much. You can't argue that this much. week. <laughs> you yeah. cannot argue that this week, right? 
I will say um, the whole paint color scene, uh, like the Calcutta yellow and all of that, it really reminded me of um, the American Psycho scene about the business cards. I don't know if you have seen American Psycho, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but they get real particular about the shades of white for the business cards. And I was like, oh, I wonder if American Psycho took this as a little nod. I, You know what, Beth? I think you're on to something here. Captain doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Very particular about color. Short jacket, always looking good. Maybe Captain Steubing, there's a subplot where he's just, you know yeah, what I mean? When people vacant. come on board. Yeah. 600 people, people go on, like on 200 go off. Who, Tall who women knows what with happens red in hair. season two? Season two, yeah. a captain might turn. <laughs> if, you, if you're a woman and you look like John Ritter, except you have tall red hair, don't go on the ship. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. He hasn't been creepy in a few episodes, though. It's because he least. hasn't been dealing with a woman that looks like John Ritter. With tall red hair. That's why. That's his, that's his, that's his kryptonite. Um, so now we smash cut to an interior scene where Julie ends up uh, running into Sean. Did you guys happen to notice what Julie was wearing? No. No. I did Julie not. is now wearing a white jacket with a red shirt. Maybe it was like a hypercolor thing. Maybe she was... A little warm, no. maybe a chain now. Nope. So we'll get wow. we'll we'll That's keep we'll lazy. keep an eye on that. So Sean, um, she somehow spots Sean from like a three miles away. <laughs> she's <laughs> man, she's crazy. <laughs> like, she's good crazy. lord. Um, but she's like Sean, and, and he yeah. and and this is he where I think um come on now. Maybe they told Potsy to to act like that, but the just dead pause, no response. Like when there's someone who I don't know their name, there's always like three or four seconds of just like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? What's up? How you been? <laughs> yeah. Not, you're, Cause you're going through your Rolodex and you're just like, right. I need to figure this out. That's why you never call anybody by their name. It's always chief or boss or ace or lady or something <laughs> like that. But, um, so like, he's got no idea. Finally, Julie has to like give her the whole, the whole spiel that it's her right. brother her brother's sister, and then he finally gets it, um, but still doesn't seem to get it, really. And before he can really get it, in comes Mickey O'Day. Hey, love this the jumpsuit. Creep of the week. Oh, <laughs> love so. the jumpsuit, though, like owning it and zippered a little too low. Not, not too too low, but too low for just him. Enough. Like he looked just a little enough. just enough. Thank you, just enough. I gotta tell you, I, I, it probably wouldn't have been as good if they put him in more. Mickey O'Day had probably what thirty lines in this thing. Every yeah. single one of them, pitch perfect. Oh, fantastic writing just, for his character. Just, he was great. Everything was great. And he was just, everything else in the show seems so slow and deliberate. And he's just like, I'm going to hit my lines. I'm getting out of yep. here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I got to go to the bar. Um, he, he's like, I, um, he's like, ticket. oh, I do. He was, he complained about the line, which is funny because we've never seen anybody observe lions ever. Mm-hmm. In this show, people are just, just shoving through, yeah. right? But but he had to find out who his roommate was because that's not weird. You gotta um, find out. And then he wanted to see if Julie was his roommate. Way to go, guy! You've been on the boat for like. Can you imagine like getting a TSA line and being like, "Hey, you gonna fly with me?" <laughs> he would tase yeah, you yeah. in like four seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, to the, yeah, that's not a. That's not even like a oh, that's a, just a weird old my old guy. Like, there's nothing endearing about that. Like in no, no. 2023, probably not yeah, I think, in 1976 I think, either. But 
But I think that as much as anything is the most dated part of this yeah. show so far in terms like you were saying, Beth, it's like, it's just very overt. Like, mm-hmm. and it goes both ways. I mean, you know, Julie basically jumps the priest here. I mean, it's like, but it's, it's very just late seventies. I'm on a boat. I can't possibly not hook up with somebody. I've right. done this boat for like 20 minutes. So well, she works I think there. it's so dramatic. I think everybody's storyline is like overly dramatic, which I think makes, you know, this, this era, the sitcoms like very much uh, like the whole shtick thing, I think is very funny. And I, and I, I kind of like, it's endearing. Um, I will say for Mickey though, he had really good one-liners, like especially yeah. when he was like walking off scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it was great. Yeah. He, he just hit everything. And you know, Turns out also, hey, priest, could you get, well, he doesn't know he's a priest, just his roommate. Yeah. Could you get my bags? I have a bad heart, but I'm sure that won't come back up again. Right. So no. well, well, just get it in there. You know, yes, nothing to pay. Chekhov's, Chekhov's heart, heart condition. Well, I think he so actually now, said, I have, a, I have a bomb ticking. Bomb. Can you, <laughs> can you get my bags? <laughs> so now we go back. Um, to the hallway because Stubing is walking Doc down and they run into the painters and Julie shows up to do the whole tent engineer thing and did you guys happen to notice what Julie's wearing? Oh no they did it again was it the original? She's back in her blue jacket and white shirt so they literally just had a scene and didn't know to put her in the right jacket. Well it was two different storylines too. Nope. Yeah. No? Well yeah but I'm saying yes but it's the same time of day like it's not right. Right. This well, does we not. Wondered if, <clears throat> we always wondered with the three different storylines, there's three different directors. Right. Like, does one director take, okay, I'll film everything in one day, and director two, sure. I'll take this day, that day. So I just wonder if Clearly. sometimes things fall out of sync. Right. Well, and that's crazy. how we've always been judged. We've always been like keeping track of Julie's bowl haircut to yeah. see if they shoot things out of order and stuff like Her that. Potsy. This was the worst continuity error they've had so far. They but must it's have thought they were getting canceled. They probably thought they're like, it's it's done. Screw it. <laughs> I was I was actually a little offended. I was a little offended if someone who's had to watch all these in a row. It's like the least you can do. I don't wear the same thing. I've yet to wear the same thing on these shows. We've done 12 of these. Like, come on. I don't have that many clothes. Wish I could say the same. All right. So Julie, um, Julie's there to see the unveiling, does the whole thing about the color coordinate consultants inc who are the um, tint engineers and the painters actually show up. They're like, Oh, you know, it's not quite bone dry, but the captain they wants to sneak great. a peek. Yeah. Oh, they were so funny. <laughs> oh, Their God. timing. God, they were funny. immediately. You know what they were doing? I think it was a little mm-hmm. bit of Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. It I, I, I loved it. So. I just loved everything they did. Um, but in the conversation about the saffron is yellow and all this stuff, the paint cart starts to roll. Now, it's not a plane, right? Like, you're not ascending or descending. Mm. I assume you're not submerging into water. So I don't know what would have started the cart to roll. Well, it wasn't but rolling But the cart wasn't fast. rolling at any kind of breakneck right. speed. No. And here comes Isaac, who had nothing to do on this episode except to get hit with this paint cart at what? Two miles an hour, maybe, right? Maybe the reflex yeah. like, was not great. Just you could throw an open can of paint, not tip it, but like throw it at somebody, 
and and you would get more pain on them than you would have in this. Meanwhile, he is covered like head he to plenty toe of time in to yellow move. paint. Couldn't he just moved like to the yeah. side? Right. <laughs> yeah. like, like real simple. Like anything. Anything. Also, it's like, 10 20 in the morning and people are still boarding. Where are you going with those drinks? Well, remember last week he delivered oh. a, an Irish coffee. Yeah. One true. Irish coffee to somebody. And we're like, that just doesn't make financial sense for a bartender to be delivering one cup of coffee. A lot of, a lot I mean, of questionable decisions on the part of the bartender. Isaac literally had three scenes this week and every one of them was unnecessary and felt like they were just tacked on to get him into the show. Very light on the Isaac. So um, after that hilarity, they walk down to Steubing's office um, so he can check it out. And they're like, all right, we'll just take the wet paint sign off. Be careful. But of course, they painted the deputy captain's room, not Steubing's. Well, cabin. Remember, they had the room versus cabin. Sorry, cabin. Cabin. Uh, They call him Captain Dept, which is very funny. Um, Steubing then is mad because he's a child. He's pissed. And orders these people who do not work for him to stay on the boat until it's done to his satisfaction. Captain. I mean, he can marry but people. You're not the There's captain of privileges. my life. That's one of those things where like those guys didn't necessarily have to listen to him, but given like who they ended up being. Well, it no, it makes total sense great. for them. They were like, but, oh, sure, no problem. But Stewie you know, didn't but, know that. Like, what if I have a doctor's appointment? What if I have to pick up my mom from somewhere? Well, it's a tell if someone's a con man. From now on, I'm just going to be like, hey, craftsman working at the house, you can't leave till this is done. And then they leave and I go, you know what? That's a legit craftsman. That guy wasn't trying to rip me off at all. What have I done? So, but but I'm not going to do that. See what I'm saying on this? He's, maybe I'm thinking I'm just confusing myself now because- no, I mean, I think that's like a real gamble that you'd like have to take and see right? is this person legit or not. Right. Otherwise, you got a squatter and then you're stuck. Where did they sleep? Right. They, they point out later that there's no rooms. Where did they sleep? The captain's room. In a little it's non-painted, like a little circle on the floor. I don't know. A lot of holes. But again, it's just like, if I had anywhere, if say you're at work, right? And you don't you do a project wrong. And they're like, you can't leave this office until the project's done. And then the office floats away <laughs> to Mexico. It's like you'd be pretty pissed if you had things I'd be to upset. do. I'd be upset. Yeah. No bueno. No. Literally. Gopher, who didn't have much more to do than Isaac this week. Um, he is assisting Mr. Boothurston in the what cabin. Is this about? Well, yeah. Originally, I was like, what is this all about? And then I realized they're pointing out that he didn't go in the bathroom. Yeah, they're doing a that, whole like, song and dance to show all these things in the room. But right. when he gets to the bathroom, the old man's like, I'm 75 years old. I don't need help seeing the bathroom. And then, of course, that's exactly who's in the bathroom. So, yeah. But, but just he got like a sweet tip. tip. What do you think? What do you yeah. think he got? What do you think the tip was? It's the late Five. 70s. Five. Oh. He said, what? Buy a good. Good cigar a good and a bad cigar cup of coffee. And a bad cup of coffee. Five bucks? Ten bucks? It's a one or a five. It's not a ten. No. No, it's a five. Although Bootherton must be in in some money because he's not throwing to, that money around like that, though. I mean, look at him. But I mean he no he bought a there. ticket for the girl. 
Like we don't this know is, how much these cruises cost. That's but true. So this is a very Annie storyline. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a, it's a straight up. Which came first, Annie or this? This. Well, okay. the movie. This, but I mean, Annie was a comic book strip, so probably Annie technically. We just didn't. Well, we just had an orphan story. We've had an orphan. Yeah. And we case, had a runaway. You yeah. can't double down. We had a runaway too before that. Yeah. See, they must have thought they were getting canceled. This is very lazy writing. I'm starting to or think. Maybe, was there a writer's strike? Maybe there's a writer's strike. <laughs> they just like, there was just blank. Here's the script, and it's just a blank <laughs> piece of paper. Just what? We're just like do 12 it. episodes into a 250 episode project, and we're already tripling up. We're already out of content. Oh no! (laughs) Next week, orphans. So So I will say the scene, like I said, totally established just to to show that the bathroom was not opened yet. Um, But they did have probably the most artistic director shot we've oh, seen in this the, entire show when he opened the suitcase. The, yeah. that was, yeah. like that was actually like somebody somebody went to film school i like so, that yeah that's like when i do the reels i try to coordinate them if i can but i only have like four options so they look good though <laughs> i think they look good but it's also like that he didn't even participate in the uh when you they're throwing the ticker tape the wave shot he, he wanted none of that either very limited wave shot this week we only get two people um, well, Potsy, Mickey O'Day Potsy was trying Raves, to get, trying and then Mickey O'Day, Mickey Lord. O'Day, in the course of what fifteen seconds, waves at who knows who, winks, tries to hit on this girl. The girl leaves, shrugs, winks again. That's one of these. Like he is, he but is he everywhere. You exactly yeah, he who he is, best. very quickly. Yeah, he's just perfectly gross. Perfectly gross, Mickey O'Day. Yeah, love him. Um, so now we're back in Boothertons room and he's unpacking and he's got a he's got a tinkle. Um and he goes to open the door and it's locked and he's like, Oh, terrible cabin, you can't get the bathroom and then who pops out but Nancy Brown. <sighs> this is where things I was like what? I gotta stop watching. What what am I doing? Well, she's what, twenty six, right? Isn't that what it was? 15. Originally she said she was twenty six. Twenty six, oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, she said she, she was, was trying a, to say that I'm I'm a 26 year old chambermaid. You're like that's right. creepy right there, but but wait, it gets worse. She's it gets not 26. so much worse. Ugh. So she's she ends up being after a couple failed lies. She's a um, she's a 16 year old runaway, and uh, Boothertown comes in hot, like you know, what's the matter? Getting a little uh, you couldn't run. A, what was it? Getting too heavy at home. But the joke's on him because her parents are dead. So <laughs> come on, Boothertown. Jeez. Nice job, okay. dude. Yeah. Kid ruined. Um, well, I, it's funny on this. She said she met up with her boyfriend, Randy, right? And Randy, she's going to meet him. She's going to meet him in Mexico. And then I was like, is Randy short for like a, like a Hispanic first name? Oh. Like Randy? Like Ricky? Got it. But Randy, well, no, I Randy mean, sounds just like a white dude. You know what I mean? Probably is just a white dude. And just probably moved. She met in a concert well, in the states. Like, well, but geez. if it's if it's a concert that had a two day wait to get in, it's probably a pretty big concert. I was going to actually like ask no. you what concert you thought it was. Do you think it was the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? That's funny. That's funny. I just weird. Like, so it's a sixteen year old on it. 
left her that's the weird part to go to... is that randy lives in acapulco <laughs> one of the weirder parts well, one of the weirder parts it just yes. doesn't track the storyline doesn't add up she's full of she's full of turkey i feel like you she's think just, there's no randy there's no randy no what do you think she no. did on the boat drug off the boat it's pretty obvious she's a drug she's a drug <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> That's what he was trying to get. At. <laughs> she built that old man for all his money. That's why she right. took an extra day. Like, you know, that's what the, that's what was in the burrito. Actually, it was just cocaine. He smashed yeah, it right. all over whatever. Exactly. Ah, oh, that makes all sense. The drug. Uh, that's so funny. So Nancy had has had five sets of foster parents, which seems like a lot. These are the these these particular ones are the pits. They love to but like, paint like, like you said, Mike, she's going to Acapulco to, um, yeah. to hook up with Randy. They just, they love to paint these characters with these broad strokes. Like there's no like subtleness yeah. <clears throat> to the characters. Like I've had five sets of this and it never worked out or the, it's just so funny to me. So dramatic. So yeah. dramatic. Yeah. Well, I think now at the, by the time we get to the end, I wonder if they were trying to, to highlight the transient nature of foster parenting. Because if it had just been well, the one set, would it have been harder for somebody to get out of it to get a new one? Right. And that's why I thought that this was very much like an Annie storyline. I'm like, okay, we got it. Hard knock life. Right. I mean, first of all, I think every story about an orphan is Annie at some point. Sorry, Oliver Twist. But I, I, I agree, Beth, that this is definitely like, especially because they were not not painting Boutherton as a man. I mean, that's a rich guy's name, right? Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Daddy yeah. Warbucks, we got this whole storyline. Right. Let's tee it up, be a little bit more original. Maybe they throw it off by having vibe. him from McKeesport, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I got a little Christmas vibe with Home it. with a burrito. <laughs> you know? Because, because Mike and I have had a previous discussion about orphans around Christmas. Mm. And Mike was saying, you know, what do you get an orphan for Christmas? And oh. the answer was parents. Yeah. So in this situation, <laughs> she's got parents. Up, really, I'm saying in this situation, she got that gift from this gentleman. Right. You know? Yeah. Which, that's why I think it's got that Christmas feeling. Maybe not intentional. Maybe I'm reaching. I just desperately want to find some sort of this connectivity is a reach. to. But it's a, it warms your heart. It does warm my heart. It is my, my heart's warm. It might be the coffee. Do or you um probably more coffee than this? So, so turnabout is fair play. Boothertons uh, got a picture of his wife, and Nancy's like, "Who's that? Where's she at?" And he's like, "Oh, she's dead." So these guys are just one up in each other with terrible stories. Yeah. Um, Can we? What's her name? They called her Miss Brown in the beginning, and then I didn't hear her name. The girl. Yeah, yeah. Nancy. Nancy. Nancy Brown. Nancy Brown. How sad um, though. Like what what completely different reasons to go on a cruise? Like the, the contrast. Like the like that movie Up. Like yeah. my son was watching. Oh, the first God. 10 minutes are so freaking sad. And it's like I cried it's the, the whole same movie. thing here. Like he's unpacking his stuff. He's got like a framed picture of his wife. And I start to like, oh geez, man. Like what is he doing going to Mexico? He's not number one. He's not dressed for Mexico. Let's just yeah. It's kind of well, weird. He doesn't, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have the wife. He doesn't have the wife to help him pack. Right. It's, it's sad. It's sad. How did you find out what the climates were in other parts of the world in 1977? If you didn't have the internet, like 
Your wife. He's from McKeesport. Do you think he's ever been outside McKeesport except maybe for war? I just think if, you know, at this time, if, if my spouse were to die, going on a cruise to a place I don't know doesn't seem like my first reaction of like, sounds comforting. This is what I want to do for Christmas. Do the, uh, at least again, this, all this stuff could be solved by like one line where it's like, no, uh, she always wanted to go on a cruise. So this is my tribute to her mm-hmm. or right. I have I her ashes see. in that bag or something like mm, she had, we always go to this Mexican restaurant every Thursday. So I'm yeah. returning her ashes to Mexico. Or I always said I was going to take her on a cruise and I just never did. Yeah. Right. Right. And now it's too late. She always yeah. wanted me to be a bullfighter. Christmas. I am now going to Guadalajara to train <laughs> in her honor. Something. So Nancy is going to get the boot off the ship, but jokes on you, Boothurston, because as she pulls open this random just window, like on the front porch of a house that's on the boat, um, turns out they've already set sail. They also gave her like a zoom shot. They did like they zoomed zoom in shot. and she's yeah. like, Okay, but you better get me a life jacket because, you know, it was like unnecessary. You would think that this, that her role or, you know, the actress that played her, she had a big role in this. Like, she wasn't very anything. Did she go on to anything? You know what she was in? No. The only thing she was in was the electric company. I love the electric company. That was love the electric company. But that's like, you know, that's not exactly a breeding ground for young actors. No, that's that's weird. It's a big role for her. It's a big opportunity. The uh, lines, yeah. The most amazing thing to me was this whole scene starts. Boothurton's got to go to the bathroom, and he never went. Which for a seventy-five-year-old man, good for you. He went. He went, Mike. Oh no, he went. Yeah, yeah, he went. Back in the uh, back in the Mickey Potsy room, Mickey is. Mickey's talking up the social hour and he's already and he's telling uh, Potsy how he's already got money in the bank with Julie because she's got the Mugu guy pan eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like Gaga? Is that what he's uh, trying to say? So weird. I don't want to know. They, this, that might be offensive. That might be bad. Yeah, I don't know. There was just weird. like a few one liners that were definitely a little offensive. But yeah, you know, you expect um, it. That one just seemed unnecessary, though. Like he's yeah. got that like, one. He said, like, 50 definitely things. was like, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even get it. Like it wasn't right, right. What? Which is the absolute worst offensive thing. Is it's, it doesn't even make any sense. Oh, like it's just yeah. co- like what are you? Right. Mickey, Mickey then starts ripping his doctor for making him take these gigantic horse pills for his heart, and uh, he references Seattle Slough, who I think you know was a horse that mm-hmm. was. Rel- recent or way dead one or the other hmm. was that like a 1930s horse or was it like a 1970s horse i think it was a 1970s horse that almost okay. won the triple crown it was one of that those like two out of three or something like that but he's like suck it doc i'm so young and viral viral with the ladies that i'll take these horse pills but no comeuppance for mickey o'day right. that's the giant, upside pill. giant right. pill and he didn't use a lot of water that, that thing was like a like a mini cooper good luck sir so with his giant that. pill swallowed, Mickey yeah. grabs Potsy and he's like, let's get out there and meet some dames. Yeah. I will say these first up, I was like happy that they're like, all right, we're going to dress the occasion. We're going to make this a thing. Mm-hmm. It is nice. It is. Ni- it's funny you say that because my wife tells me all the time. She's like, you know, she's like, I think it's sad 
maybe it's the difference in people working from home. Like you don't get the opportunity to like, yeah, I mean, dress you up. do kind of go out, but to dress up, like there's yeah. just not, you know, she's like, let's go to a gala. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if any gala, like, but there are just aren't as many opportunities. And, and like you're saying, you're on a cruise. Yeah. If I'm on a cruise probably nowadays, I'm, I've never been on one, but I can't imagine getting dressed up. Well, they, I will say, I think that's like the nice thing about cruises is there's so many events that they do offer where it's like, oh, we're going to have like, you know, usually in your bathing suit or doing whatever, but then they have these like fancier things where it's like, it is an opportunity to dress up. That's why people like it is like, you kind of get a little bit of everything. That's a good, that's a good point. I mean, think about the Titanic. They all, they all dressed up on the Titanic. I don't know that we should be, you know, taking taking lessons from the Titanic. (laughs) I mean, well, then they, then they were like pretty much screwed when they hit the iceberg. Cause then you're trailing this ball gown. Yeah. We had a couple of Titanic survivors on a previous episode. And apparently in the shipping world, if you, if you survive a boat sinking, you're considered a jinx. So they were just well-dressed jinx, jinx, well-dressed jinx. I don't know how you would say that. Should have been the title. Should have been the title. Oof, jinxes. Butherton goes downstairs to turn in the stowaway, but he's asking all these hypothetical questions to Gopher and Julie. And Gopher, Gopher insists that no one could possibly get past him. Like it's never happened he's got, before. He's got right. eyes everywhere. Meanwhile, like what, five weeks ago, somebody was talking to Gopher and then stowed away. And a security so like, dog. And right. And a security dog. There's no security on this boat. Like mm-hmm. this is the third to fourth somewhat stowaway. You know, you know, it caught me today, and I was I was thinking about this. You you don't even see anyone with like a walkie-talkie, right? You know what I mean? Any sort of like in-ship no communication, no security, no like, yeah, communication other than like a conversation, a direct conversation. Yeah, so weird. I don't and know. It's, it's like just weird. it's impossible. It's such a big thing. Like I'm not even saying they should have good security, but they clearly don't just, even try. But why People not have just like a character in the door? Like the head, it's an old right. military guy or an old whatever. Yeah. Just like it would make sense, but you know what's no, going to happen? There's going to be like an episode next season or something like that, or even this season where they do. They have like a retired retired cop who ends up being, you know, that that particular cruise. He's doing a lot of that stuff, and then they're like, oh, maybe it we should, could use some security. It's like, it should bring that. back the painters. Have the painters do another con security be secure pretend their security oh i'd love yeah. that i love that those, idea. Two, those two little people would be excellent yeah. security fantastic they could be on every week and i would watch it oh. i wouldn't yeah. even care just have them as crew members right just red you just pop up every now and again like a frank grimes kind of simpsons kind of <laughs> so this whole thing ends up being a scam to make boothrton pay for an extra ticket because at the end of this he ends up buying nancy's way onto the boat and yeah. uh ends up having to keep her in the in the cabin because there's nowhere else for them to stay. Maybe they have no more rooms because the painters got the last room. Maybe not. I do like his one liner to Nancy about or yeah, Nancy about um once he finally lets her stay, he's like, if you snore I'll stuff you I'll stuff you out to Portland. I was like, oh is this is this bad thing <laughs> to be sent to Portland? Maybe. <laughs> um so they go to uh, they go to dinner, which is nice, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, now, yeah. originally, I was going to be like, she's got a lot of clothes. 
but she was going to get married and live in Acapulco, I would imagine. So she probably packed a lot She's of getting, stuff, right? Well, I actually did want to call it a little bit of a fashion. I don't know if you guys care, but I'm going to call oh, it a little care. fashion sighting. We care. Uh, we so fashion, Nancy, obviously. yeah, clearly. Nancy has these thin bows in her hair, which are very on trend right now. And I just wanted to say like, wow, look at how the fashion comes back around. I love it. What do you it. mean thin bows? Like a, so there's like a these flat like, bow? Or like an like elbow a macaroni? A thin, no, a thin ribbon. Thin ribbons in her hair. It's very on trend right now. So like, like a gymnast ribbon, like a gymnast might have in their hair, like that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, very much like a like, like a, a Nadia Comaneci sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, I so was. Do you think I was like, that oh, Nancy? So, yeah, she's a runaway. She's got bows in her back. Do you think like, she's a trans? Like, do you think that's the reason thin bows are back? Is Nancy Brown from this episode? No, but I think she rocked them. It's like, all right, well, trend look good. Somebody then. remind me to tag thin, bo- thin bows. Thin bows. Hashtag, hashtag bows. Hashtag, hashtag bows. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I forget. Bootherton wants to eat seafood on a boat. Yeah. That's how you do it. Like when I lived in Florida, seafood all the time. You That's can what see you the do. water. It's right there. Exactly. You know? I right. feel good right. about that. Right. Oklahoma, no seafood. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, um, yeah. But Nancy's just this friggin' hippie dip and she's just like you know eat the earth man and all this garbage yeah, well he also wanted to order a lot of like heavy cream things like so it's like seafood like heavy cream seafood like a uh, clam chowder or things like that yeah so she was good. being i thought that she was caring looking after his heart she's like you're pretty much gonna like have a heart attack and die which he did four months later so <laughs> she prediction <laughs> where's your messiah now <laughs> should have listened to nancy <laughs> Hashtag fortune teller. Good First Lord. of all, I would argue his heart was already broken when his wife passed away six months ago. Let the man yeah. eat. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Um, Nancy's afraid that Steubing is going to bust her because like, she assumes that the captain of the ship would have some idea what's going on on his ship, but he's preoccupied with yeah. He's got a short painting. jacket on. He could care less. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Boothurston, you know, Gets her goat a little bit. Asks the captain if they still do cat and nine tails for stowaways. And, but then she lets it on that, you know, he paid for the, the ticket. Nothing to worry about. And they end up having what? Burritos or fried oh clams God. or some yeah. weird like Tex-Mex. Burritos, burritos and guacamole, which I thought was like such a funny thing for them to say. I don't know why I didn't think that they would have like these things back then. But I just felt like it was like very strange. <laughs> It was like the first Mexican post. Right. Although guacamole doesn't feel very 70s. You know, it just doesn't. That's it, why. Yeah. Not, when he said guacamole, I was like, I don't even know if my dad would ever say guacamole now. <laughs> I also, yeah, I, would, I, I would worry about the, the, the quality keeping of a guacamole on a cruise ship, too. No, I will say that most like cruise ships definitely do a lot of Mexican food. Well, I guess Which especially if you're going to Mexico. The one yeah. I was on, it was to the Caribbean, and we had a ton of Mexican food on that cruise ship. I wonder why, especially going to the Caribbean, you'd think mm-hmm. they would like, you know, let's I, jerk everything. You know, have no, every, I think it's like, like crowd pleasers. You want to have crowd pleaser food. Easy, you it, it you appeals to a wide audience kind of thing. Nachos, yeah, like, yeah. It's probably not spicy. Well, this is on yeah, a cruise ship, very probably freaking bland. Super, super bland. Not that they give us like a menu every week, but they do mention other foods. This was definitely the most diverse food that they've mentioned. A lot of times it's like steak or chicken, pretty basic. I'd love to see how right. big the menu is. Yeah, they this, said this, lots this of this. felt like a very big menu. 
this yeah. week. Yeah. Makes sense though, because they had zero alcohol this week, so maybe they put it all on the food. I just get nervous anytime I see a restaurant with a giant menu. I get oh, nervous. I'm just like, yeah, oh, no, it's the old diner thing. You can't well. do everything well. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. And it's the paradox of choice. You're just like, I want a small menu. I just want to make a quick decision. Right. I right. I don't need all this. Like, mm-hmm. no. Although, if you're on the boat for ten days, you have time to, you know, sample all the delicacies. So well, you could rotate it. You could have a yeah. different thing, but to have just this menu with like. 150 items on it like seafood and mexican no it's usually like a night it's a theme like they'll be like oh we're doing mexican tonight and this is like what we have and then you know your staples like every they always have a prime rib so do you think he's senile and none of this stuff was on the menu no he probably he just had pudding he just can i have four cups of tapioca pudding and he went upside down jello he was done yeah i'm so confused um so Julie and Sean are hanging out, and this is where they start this weird just back oh, and forth. God. Julie, Julie used to be called Metal Mouth because she had braces. Yeah. Um, Julie cool. then gets a phone call. So Isaac's second scene that has nothing to do. Um, and when, and when Julie goes to get the phone, man. Mickey O'Day shows up Boom, just like within three back. seconds, like a horny Jiminy Cricket. He is just always around for, to help you out everywhere. He's omniscient. <laughs> but there was there was funny because he says something along the lines of like that. Julie, she's all class. Right. Potsy's like none finer. <laughs> like like she's a side of beef right why is, why is why is potsy drinking is that okay in the priest world like he can't sure is it all like so right? well we don't know what know. kind well, he is right i don't I know order how to order. Wine. i think you can drink but i also think that like you're not supposed to gamble well they were playing bridge so i guess they weren't gambling yeah plus we don't know what his denomination is either right right i was just curious because i was like wait so you can drink okay mm-hmm. okay just trying to establish some sort of parameters well i think he's on like a rumspringer kind of thing he's on a reverse rumspringer that's what i he would have he would have been right yeah. he would have been all over yeah right if he was well, off rumspringer. going crazy yeah they ultimately the problem with this storyline is there's no reason he couldn't at any point had said, hey, listen, I'm a priest now. You don't, but he just like. Seems, I don't know why he, he didn't seems, say it earlier. It makes no sense. He's, he's known a, it forever. He's got a Mike Taylor level perception when it comes to women hitting on him. Mm-hmm. And it just, just is inexplicable. Like, he is genuinely surprised every time Julie's hitting on him. Like he has no idea. Yeah. You know, the other thing that's weird to me is okay. So this is Julie's brother's best friend, right? Right. Bobby's. Which best is a weird thing. Yeah. But if if, but the strange thing is, you know, if somebody you knew growing up turned out to be a priest, it would be like, oh my god, guess who? Guess who ended up being a priest? Yeah. Like yeah, that's not that's something right. no one would share. I did, I did think that. Yeah. Like I unless definitely not, know what everybody's right. But even then, I, but I definitely know like what news. all my friends' siblings do generally. Like, I'm not saying I would know your specific job, but I would at least know, like, if I had to put them in five boxes, I would know what they were. You know, like, case in point, I, I have an old friend from high school. 
and uh, he was actually the guitar player in our in our little uh, Misfits tribute band way back in the day. And he is hmm. a like a reverend or a priest based out of Russia now. Wow. Now I didn't keep in touch, but I knew people that were just like, "Oh, you remember blah 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 blah." Well, he turned out to he's. I just think it's it would. I don't know how that information would escape. If she goes back for Christmas every year, just like she's established yeah. this routine, it's just weird to me. It is a pretty big one. Like, yeah. it's not like trying to explain what my job is. Like, <laughs> priest and, is and pretty it, easy. To, like, what do you, you know? say, hey Julie, right? Quit well, being weird. I'm a priest. That back ultimately, off, that ultimately ends up being the biggest problem with this storyline. Is a very simple. Doesn't even have to be something slick. I'm a priest now. He now. runs off because he's just like right. every time. I don't know. Well, that's why because I think. Because of the Rumshringer thing, he, I think he was like conflicted. Where he's Do you think he was like, fighting oh. the urges? Well, yes. I think he was like, you know, I'm taking this time to figure this out. Maybe he was like, maybe I should do this. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, but I love, you know, the big guy. Can't, then he's, then they needed to, the, okay, that makes sense. Then they needed to portray it better where he was like, I don't know, biting a towel or his fist. Maybe or he was like just like, oh, yeah. so horny. Like right. it needed to be yeah. something more overt. Not just staring blankly into people. Okay, do we no, think he's I, a bad actor or a bad storyline? Like bad lines? Both. I think maybe both. 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 I think there is a world where you have a better actor in the priest role and a better actor in the runaway role, and this is the best episode. <laughs> I think it's possible, because everybody else is bringing their fastball in this thing. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think of other like past guests that you could have slid in there, like a John. Ritter I mean, I'll tell you who the girl should have been. Or... I'll yeah. tell you right now, the girl should have been Christy McNichol. That would have been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have made more sense. Like that would have been absolutely perfect. She's probably done that movie too. Give it to Robert Urich. Like that. Yeah, you just had Robert Urich on the other day, and they did they didn't even use him. Right, they didn't even use him. Yeah, it's criminal. I just thought this whole scene was so cringe. Like Julie just pissed me off the whole time. I was just like, you. Where's your self esteem, oh. girl? Yeah, that's. I was like, have some self respect. Yeah. yeah. Her saying, like, I'm a, what'd she say? Full grown, red blooded American. You're not woman. even up to that yet, though. This is oh, just like the, the, the setting of the table for that. It, and it's, it's still. It's hard not to right, think. Right. But about she it. says so to, who is she talking to? She says to someone, she goes, I think I'm in love with him. I'm like, doc. you've had yeah, that later two, the doc. Yeah. That's you've awful. had two conversations. Yeah. That's because that's we just. I think honestly, like I'm not even trying to be funny. I think the character of Julie, she's just a little crazy. Like she she's doesn't crumbling. Have, she's crumbling before our eyes every like, week. Insecurity. Like this is this happens fifth, almost every episode. She's throwing this is herself the at these dudes. It's like hate trail of a woman. I hated it. But is it fourth or fifth? It, fifth. But she's at work too. So not yeah. only is your per wow. you're doing this in your personal life, but then you're like. Yeah. All your coworkers and people report to you see you like growing <laughs> yourself. You just she's, like you lose credibility. She's, like, she's it, that woman. Yeah. Yeah. And it's she's so not even good. drunk. She's just crazy. Where's yeah. HR when you need them? Oh, <laughs> that's the character they Seriously. need. Oh, that see, that's a good character. Mm-hmm. They would they would clear that boat off in about five minutes. That would be great. <laughs> have to have Toby like Flash. Worse than our old HR, Beth. Um <laughs> So back to Harold and Maud. Um, we get a second mention of McKeesport, which means are you guys ready for some McKeesport PA facts? Would love oh. some McKeesport PA facts. I feel like there needs to be some like music. Like, <laughs> McKeesport is a suburb of Pittsburgh. It is located 
at the confluence of the Monongahela and the Yoganhaney rivers. The population uh, was 17,127 as of the 2020 census. The nickname, Tube City. Tube City. Tube City. Tube City. Why? Turns out it's a steel town and there was something called National Tube that was there. So that was why it was named Tube City. I don't I don't know. What does the tube oh. indicate? Is it a it was it a tube uh, like what is I think it? it's like a tube that you use in some sort of building stuff. I don't think it was like mm. a whitewater rafting hmm. tube. Interesting. I thought tubing. I know. mean it would make sense for as much as they talk about the rivers. That's what I figure, all the river talk. Settled by Scottish immigrant David McKee in 1755, his son John was one of the original settlers of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, there we go. Wow. The population dipped from 38,000 in 1970 to 17,000. So it was a tough time. Um, And obviously, we lost both of the Boothertons. So that's just indication of of everybody leaving. There was some bad stuff going on. There was a tornado in 1944 that killed 17 people. And then there was the famous fire in 1976, which started at a famous uh, department store. and like destroyed their downtown. So way to way to bring a orphan child into this death trap town of yours. Right. Seems famous people, famous people, uh, Swin cash, WNBA star, Bill Robinson, former baseball player and coach Mm. and a bunch of anthropologists, which I guess makes sense with all the marshy, the marshy lens and the, and the, and the famous Boothertons. So, that's your how fun fact about McKeesport, PA. Does it say how that fire started? Was it one of those staticky laundry laundromat type fires? Mm-hmm. Or was this like a legit, legit, no lightning involved type fire? Moving on. It's time for some sleep, sleeping arrangement hilarity. Oh, um, of course, we only have one bed. So, so weird. good old Boothertin so gets out the, 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 the clothesline and does the classic Split down the middle, which is how everybody in comedy shows sleeps and no one in real life sleeps. Again, this would be a very different show if she showed up in a different person's room. Like this, this yeah. could have been absolutely terrifying, like bedtime. Like if this is, I still feel very uncomfortable with the storyline. I have to be so totally uncomfortable. honest with you. Like I'm very not, uncomfortable. Not I have cool them to... written as Harold. It was like Maud teetering the line the whole time. here. Yep. It was kind of a Harold Maud thing, but not, but that was of the time. There was, there was a lot of like bad news bears with Buttermaker yeah. and you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but just a um, weird yeah. dynamic. I, just, I felt very mm-hmm. creepy. Like it just felt so creepy. This whole scene. Yeah. She basically, um, she thanks him, you know, which is nice and calls him grandpa, which is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little manipulative too. If she'd known that, you know what I mean? It's a little like maybe manipulative is, is the wrong word, but just, well, maybe just no, leave. I think it's kind of right because it feels like, oh, he did this thing and now she got what she, she wanted. But again, you can't tell because I don't think it's just this woman's a good enough actor to connotate anything. Right. It's all kind of the same beat yeah. the whole time. At the same time, her whole like background story is shady. She disappears for an extra day in, in Mexico, which I've shared my theory. I'm just saying it, it, it's just weird. The whole it, it, there was an episode before where there was another sort of runaway, right? And he bought a ticket and do you want to be with his parents? 
That kid was that eight. Thing. He was eight. He was mm-hmm. eight. And he played that same thing. This couple had had their childhood passed, and he was like, "Oh, can I call your mom?" Like, Uh, yeah, that was weird. This is all like that twice in half of a season. Just like, damn. Again, just we're we're just recycling. I'm really disappointed. It's a writer strike. Writer strike. I think we should look it up. Or they should have been. Or they should have gone on strike. Somebody after this, right? You see, Charles Bronson catch a stray in here. Yeah, I heard the I heard the Bronson, but I didn't I didn't get the full reference. So uh, Franklin with a wise uh, clothesline bit is from Clark Gable's movie and he references it. And she doesn't know who Clark Gable is because she's mm-hmm. young. Right. And he's like, if Charles Brunson were really tough, he'd be Clark Gable. It's like, wow, man. Oh, nice oh I do remember that now. Bronson. I don't know. I don't know. Charles Bronson was. A... Well, anyway, unnecessary. What are you doing? Death wish. Will gear. Like, are you doing? Is yeah, that what you're doing? doing going for yeah, that? Yeah. Lay down, sir. Go to sleep. <laughs> he also goes to sleep in his glasses, which Beth, I don't know if you've done this, but like you fall asleep in your glasses, you roll over, break the arm. It's a, it's a nightmare. You can't fall asleep. In your if glasses. you fall asleep in your glasses, it's like you had a rough night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, or you I fall asleep like, in your contact. That's not good either. So, but yeah, I, I feel like if you fall asleep with your glasses, it's like you don't have to get ready because you are ready. So like if something happens, I'm just like, and I can see. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if I'm you're, but if you're somebody like me, yeah. if I ever wake yeah. up and can see, that's a nightmare. Fair Something's enough. going awry. Yeah. I haven't been able to see when I woke up for 40 years. <laughs> I recently I recently got LASIK, so it's like the best decision I ever made. But I remember when I would fall asleep in my contacts, I'm like, oh, no, this is Ugh. not a good Dry. thing. Oh, God. Can you imagine what 1977 contacts were, too? They were just, oh, Coke God. bottles. Yeah. Oh, hubcaps just they, they were made of metal yeah thin, thin metal just the worst yeah. so the next scene is weird for a couple of reasons this is gopher throwing a bottle overboard saying he's sending it to his grandmother right. doc. so it's weird because it's weird but it's also weird because it felt like this is the first time we've seen these mike i won't be surprised that we see more that was clearly just they taped a bunch of bits to throw into different episodes that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I was so confused. I actually had to rewind and rewatch the scene because I'm like, I don't understand this this yeah. whole storyline. It's like a you can't do that on television bumper. Like it was just like just a like a scene for a scene sake. And there's another well, one later. The the plant one about the captain's right. plant like sea so, like salt yeah. water, and he like chucks so it off. Which is like, we've oh, talked right. about this. Like they should do more stuff like this. Like when we talked about security, right? We were like just tape a guy, throw it in there. So if they're doing that, it makes sense. But again, just another example of the padding that was going on in this episode. Mm. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it, it, it. There wasn't much to tell. I mean, the the you know the quote unquote grandpa story, the creepiest story ever. Is there's so much like after after about halfway, I was like, all right, can we? Yeah, can we wrap up this this? Yeah, because I felt yeah. like the, the episode there was things there were things happening but nothing was really happening at the same time. Like it was just like, like, how did we not get, how did we not get that scene where he can't find his wallet and blames her or something like that? Yeah. Right. You know, like he thinks he got rolled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, now they're playing shuffleboard. 
he's old, so he's great at shuffleboard. Sure, he is. His middle mm-hmm. name is Shuffleboard. Is this when they start doing the chants and everything, or is that the later? yoga chants? Okay, it's yeah, coming up. It's just, yeah. Okay. And then so now, finally, we're back to this. Is that what yoga was home. in the seventies? You said crisscross applesauce. Like is that? Yeah. Uh, okay. And chat. And <laughs> chat. Okay. Cool. Plus, you're six. You're sixteen. I mean, how deep into yoga are you? That's what I. I was like, this does not track. She would not know about yoga. Like, what this is doesn't doing? make. That's why these sense. foster parents are mad. Yeah, it's she's off the rails. Trying to sleep. Bad crowd. Back to the uh, captain's cabin. Steubing is checking out the progress of the painters. All they've done is mix the colors. They've been mixing for two days, apparently, and they don't even have the color exactly right. Um, and they said they could just take out some of the smidges. Um, they added three smidgens instead of two smidgens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steubing's pissed. Um, and he basically, he basically is like, um, you know, he tells Jewel, he's like, if you don't get these guys on track, I'm going to throw them off the next port. Why do the painters keep up the shtick when no one else is in the room? Drugs, Mike. They're both on a lot of drugs throughout this entire experience. That's what's going on. So they're economy. Yeah, they are not operating on the same plane that we operate on because they are oblivious. It's method (laughs) acting because they're just oblivious. The only ones that are committed to the, you know, 100%. Well, that's why they're good con men, right? I, I respect never it. Yeah, it was great. Always on. Love the painters. Julie gets hit with paint. Everybody gets hit with paint. It's hilarious. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, all right, this is the crisscross, yeah, uh, yoga thing. Yeah, yeah, just I mean, then they start singing "Home on the Range." Like, right? Oh, that's so weird. Uh, would Jewel yeah. would would a sixteen year old know "Home on the Range"? Also, I wondered that too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, may I? Do you think that was the concert that she was going to see for That's two days? It. Whoever sings "Home on the Whoever Range," like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> like Roy know. Rogers or somebody, something. Yeah. Glenn Campbell, something like uh, that. Yeah. So, so you're right, Mike. We're still in Act Two. That story is kind of dying on the vine. It's completely. What is there right. left to say? Yeah, and they're supposed to show that, like, you know, they're forming a bond. He's like sure. his heart is melting but i'm like there's many other ways it could have happened right and when you do that you need a much more significant um we talked about this last week with the lifetime movie or the uh, hallmark movie you need that that kind of drama right towards the end and she was gone for like four minutes like they didn't even like give you enough time to think she really left right well here the thing is you know she like extended her trip in mexico and came back what if she had come back on time like you would have had they would have been like well crap now we have like seven minutes of nothing it's just weird that you can really feel the stretches in some of the stories just kind of speaking of stretching posse's out jog this is weird so he's out jogging now on the deck which like Who's jogging know. on a cruise deck? Did it you... seems like there's no room on that on that particular size deck to jog. Like, that, isn't there a gym? I, I so will say there are like short strips of track. It's Fair not enough. very long, but people are running it, and it, it's. I'm always like, you couldn't just make this a little bit longer, or like. 
Well, That's could they do? Were people like running around the ship though, like yeah. making their own running paths? Yeah. Huh? Well, fair enough. I can buy that because I was like, wait, why? I think you get a little stir crazy. And I, I mean, the cruise ships to, today, I, I mean, I haven't gone in maybe like 15 years, but like the one right. that I was on, there were so many activities. Like they did have uh, a, like a basketball court, things like right, that. Right. Interesting. <laughs> so let's see. Julie, okay, Julie runs into him, right? Like literally runs into mm-hmm. him. So she's just been what? Circling him this whole time at this yeah. point. Just chasing him and um, invites him to her. Now, so here's your point, Beth. Like the first, the first meeting, maybe kind of feeling it out. Subtleness has gone away at this point. So she invites him back to her cabin to quote, look at snapshots of the old gang. Yeah. God. Which I guess is like, look at pictures of my phone. Yeah. But it's not weird to carry. No, that that's that's the old version of like Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. But here's the <laughs> thing: my box of photos. So, right. We we think it's the same boat every time, which means Julie would leave stuff in her cabin all the time. I guess like mm-hmm. she's not packing that photo album every week. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we so we she is a little crazy. I mean, there's no telling. She does seem who a little knows? psychotic. Who, who knows? I, I mean, I, she I had that know. old photo of that boyfriend in her wallet. Like that newspaper clipping. She got a, a, like a shady photo. She, she just makes like single women look so desperate. I hate this whole this whole story. Yeah. But it's weird and it's because funny because it's not right. It's not consistent. Like it's not this consistent. is not what she's been the whole time. But in the mm. last few episodes, she's definitely been this. So she's been like a strong woman in other episodes. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. But then, man, when I mean, she when she gets man crazy, it is. Yeah. But she's like known for doing like the right thing and being like professional in some of these other episodes, and then all of a sudden, yeah. she's like th- desperately throwing herself at. It just we it's it's like been a running thing. This might be the third episode in a row yeah. where this has happened. She would be fired right away for hitting on a guest on a cruise. I would think. I would think. Again, there's no HR director on this boat. Zero. Right. Clearly yeah. not. Maybe she's the HR director. Maybe well, Doc's the HR is, director. Oh. <laughs> boss is obsessed with the color of his room. So he's nowhere to be seen. That's right. true. He's not he's not handling this. Anarchy. Um so Julie says that she's a direct person and asks Sean, this is this is where they needed to do a better job. She basically asks him, Is there any reason that we can't? And then gives him like a little opportunity and he says nothing again. Yeah. Right. He runs and away. then he's like, yeah. keep jogging. And then they just run off into a commercial break. It was a weird. Yeah. That was, I don't know. That didn't yeah. make any. All right. Well, you could have gotten to the same point, but given Anson something. Williams, like a little something. Yeah. How, or how you know what should have happened? He should have confided in somebody else on the show. So you knew. And then the awkwardness made a little Uh-oh. more sense. Yeah. But I hate that she's like, I love him. Oh, <sighs> that is just so that's so one of the worst things we've seen any character do. That was insanity. It's so unnecessary. Like we okay, we get it, but you're just you're painting her character in, in such a corner now. Oh god. And now, like, just, now, like every episode after, I'm gonna be like, just she like, just hooked here, up like it wasn't like it wasn't last week. It was the week before. She hooked up mm. with 
Robert Urich. Her mm-hmm. old boyfriend showed up. She hooked up with him. She hooked up with another guy that just showed up on the boat. All the over sixty tour guys. She's just yeah. you know living her best she's single spir- life. She's spiraling. She's, I'm worried. Or she's worried a floozy. Who knows? But at this point, I almost feel. But I almost feel like it'd be easier for her just to be a floozy. But instead, mm-hmm. she's just like. I don't think it's, I think she just want. it's like she wants it's love. It's desperate. So she wants love. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes it so hard to watch. Cause it's, it's just sad. Like, it's sad. The love it's thing like, really, the love thing really threw it into a level that I was not ready for. Everything right, else is just owned, kind of bad hookup. Right. You if know. she owned her sexuality and was like, oh, you know, I'm a hot, you know, hot, yeah, red blooded woman. Then I'd be like, yeah, you okay, had, girl, you, you go get it. Like, do your thing. Yeah. 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 But no, she's just like chasing it, and that's what makes it so cringe. And I'm just like, yeah. this. She doesn't have respect for herself, and I hate that. Maybe the you know maybe the love boat itself is just a metaphor for Julie's you know uh, views on spiral. love. There's ebbs yeah. and flows downward, and downward waves. spiral. Sure, right. but it is. Yeah. But it, but that's the thing though is is it it bugs me because I think it takes away some of the creativity because you paint her character in such like a crappy. But maybe in the seventies it wasn't. Maybe that's not crappy in the seventies. Like I don't know. But it's just I, weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's just inconsistent with what we've seen of the character so far. I will. I will say. Okay, give it to the. We're in the seventies. I think that love tends to happen a lot more quickly back then. Or just like you take things as face value. You're like, okay, you're my person, and we're gonna make it right. work. So I guess that's very true to the times, but. If this is what doesn't track now, like this would never be okay now. Yeah. Like people, plus your, people are bought plus into your it. work. Plus your yeah. work. Yeah. I wonder if more people bought into that whole you meet your one, you get met. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they yeah. follow that. that Very fairy tale. So right. I wonder in this, it, you can almost say it from the outside or maybe somebody's 70s going, well, she just mm-hmm. hasn't found her. Right. Maybe. And this is what poisoned, but, you know, little girls' yeah. minds about what love is supposed to be like. It's just weird. It's He's just weird. not that into you, Julie. Yeah, exactly. Like, damn. Oh. Like, stop. It the um, but I tell you who does have her stuff together is Nancy. Oh. Nancy's got yeah. her stuff together. So her and Boothertin have this long ass scene on the deck where they talk about stuff. And Boothertin's this is this is your point, Beth. He's trying yeah. to like they're trying to convey the fatherly relationship and all that stuff. Right. And she even says. You, you give good advice, but he's basically trying to get her to go back to Los Angeles and finish school. Um, and she eventually agrees with him and, but says that she still wants to go tell Randy face to face, which is the right thing to do. So good for, good for Nancy. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a stand up move right there. Other people would just cut and run. I was thinking like, well, I wonder where the, where in Los Angeles he lives. And I was thinking about that. I was like, Hmm, you know, he's supposed to yeah. be like all this money or, yeah. Almost well, Booth- Boothertin doesn't Warbucks. live in Los Angeles. I thought that he lives in McKeesport. Oh, she oh. lives in Los Angeles. I'm so sorry. I kept thinking I had it wrong. That no. I don't know why I kept. I, for some reason, I had him not going. Oh, back that guy's not a Los Angeles kind of guy. Hmm. He'll well, stay that's in why I was confused about this you. too. I I, yeah. was, I was with you, Mike. I thought that he. I was like, this doesn't make sense. It's weird. Yeah, it's just like. That scene goes on for like a while, which again, it's just, a long scene. Long, yeah. A lot of camera time, man. Yeah, it's a lot really of green screen behind there, too. I'll give yeah. him credit. 
they clearly had green screen, but they at least thought to put a fan so her hair yeah. was blowing around. So yeah, good it job. made it better. Good job, yeah. Then I was like, well, how do they mic that? It's impossible. But yeah, it sounded all right. <laughs> the painters are back. Stubing's trying to get ready to go to his dinner in his little short jacket. And it's just a comedy scene where he's just kind of trying to go around all okay. the paint scaffolding. And of course, he's got Singapore sunrise saffron on his jacket. But here, couldn't they have just ended this right here? I, don't get me wrong. I love yeah. the painters. He got the color he wanted in his room. Yeah. But but he was mad because the color wasn't just in his room, right? That's what the whole thing was about. So does so the hallway stay the... So I got confused about that. So were those hallways always the color and that's where he got the inspiration or did the con men paint everything? I think they ended up painting more because I think that he was like mad because he that's his favorite color and he wanted it for himself. Right. Yeah. I wasn't it wasn't totally clear if they if it was part of the con or or yeah, if he wanted before he realized his hubris had gotten the best of him, one or the other. I feel yeah. like maybe the set, the person that was creating the set messed up and they were just like, Well, we can't change it now. <laughs> We don't have that kind of money. That's right. <laughs> funny. All right. Here we go. Now we're really getting into it. This right, is the money scene. This, this is whole the... thing right now. Yeah. So we've hit on like some I of need, this already. I need, a, like, I need a new drink for the scene. I can't yeah, I know, right? So, so Julie, um, who's who just is not working. She's just not working today on this cruise. No. Yeah. So she's walking with Sean out on the deck. He's in a tux. Um, so at what point was this guy going to come clean? Like there's My never, exactly. there's never been a part where he even does the, Hey, listen, I probably should tell you. And then they get interrupted or she's like, no more talk or, you know what I mean? Like they, he yeah, never, or before you embarrass yourself, because I've known you for um, you, your, almost yeah. your entire life. Like if, if you can't be real with someone you've known for your entire life. Yeah. Like, what kind well, of priest one. is this guy? I, yeah, I, that's exa- the- I, yes, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, you're a priest. You're supposed to be great at communication. This, this man is terrible this at communication. Yeah. This guy's terrible. Yeah. He's drinking. He doesn't give a shit. Like, he's yeah. just, you just go, you just go yeah, in, make- you go into confession, and there's just nobody the on the other side talking. Right. But, <laughs> but again, was his plan. Let's be father because I have sinned. <laughs> well, it, it took a heart attack for him to, for us to find out he was a, a priest. Yeah. So had this not happened, he was just right. going to what sneak off the boat? Like he was just going to run out of his room? Like what? What? Again, big old it's broad just, strokes. It's, it, it's just ridiculous. So, so Julie's cold. Although you know, maybe a move. Who knows? Yeah. But Julie said she's cold, so she gets her jacket. And then, um, definitely so move. It was a move for sure. So then she well, says that I've always had a crush on you, and that throws him into spiral. Like, like just he, so this whole so time he was not picking up on the fact that she was hitting on him and had a crush on him the whole time well because there was a that window was the first time he like, actually right. was like there was a, there's a small window of like potential misinterpretation right like not much but some, right tiny but now, like we've well, like we've, we've talked about this on the show previously yeah. you're, you're you're someone who has admitted that maybe you don't pick up on all the signs and you're in your dating days Right, right. If you were yeah. in exact everything that happened in this thing from what you had seen, would you have been able to pick up that Julie was hitting on you? 
Not until this scene right here. In all I honesty. would also give him the benefit of the doubt. So typically, if he he's he's on a crisis of faith right now, uh, right. moment. So he probably is wearing. He's probably wearing his priest clothing on a typical basis, but the cruises is like his rumspringer. He's allowed to wear regular clothes. So women are probably like making passes at him all the time. And he's just like, you know, hiding behind my, my little. Maybe he just thinks Julie's ugly. <laughs> what Why not like, hide yeah, I'm behind? A, I'm, a pre- I'm not even really a priest. I just don't right. have the heart to tell you. I'm not. Why not hide behind the best not friend? That just, not just hide behind the best friend thing. It'd be weird, Julie. I'm sorry. I'm best friends with your brother. What proof? What proof did he give that he was a priest? Wait, he pulled out a piece of what? He pulled out that Halloween costume. Yeah. What was it? If you pull out the white collar and a thing, it's just a piece of white. I don't. It's you know what? I don't think he's a priest. I don't think he's a priest. Because how is that? Do you have like a membership? I mean, if I could have found my Halloween costume from like 12 years ago, I would have had a priest outfit on tonight. But. Uh. When you move this many times, Man. that doesn't that didn't make it. You know, it's not even like he's like, oh, look at me, like Spider Man. He rips yeah. off his clothes and he has like a priest, or like a rosary, or, or something. I didn't yeah. see anything that proved to me he was a priest. He was just right. like, girl, no, girl, it's not, it's not you, girl. I'm a priest. It's God. Just yeah. It's God, girl. <laughs> Man, that's what it is. <laughs> Poor Julie. <laughs> so he he panics. And yeah. runs away to go. Well, mail you, you have nowhere to run. There's nowhere to go in that moment when she's being that blunt. You're like, holy crap. Yeah. yeah. You know what, Mike? No, you do have the 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 parachute of truth. Right. I'd just be paralyzed. He man. That, shouldn't be lying. Like, why no. is he just? There's not no reason him. to lie. No. Well, no get out of jail. He's a man of God. He should just be direct. I'm starting to think you're right, Beth, about the thing where they. He was he wanted to hook up with Julie, but they needed to do a better job of conveying that the the battle of good internal yeah internal conflict yeah Yeah. they never showed that and you had Mickey O'Day sitting right there so all you needed to do was have Isaac or whoever be the other side of the argument and there's your episode it's right maybe Mickey O'Day was that voice that he you know was that voice yeah he's horny Jimmy the devil right 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 yeah. That's yeah. the devil. Maybe when you wish devil. upon a star, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Julie is devastated. We have yeah. seen her She's get rejected by before, her former love, and she was less devastated than this. Well, they this embarrassment too. I think it's it's not just like he doesn't love me, he doesn't like me. It's like holy crap! I just threw myself at my brother's, you know, childhood best friend. That story's going to get back. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know that yet, though. Yeah. So who comes to the rescue whenever relationship trouble arises? Just put up the signal, and Adam Bricker will be there. Adam Bricker. (laughs) Doc shows up and kind of, like, tries to calm her down. And he, he makes a good point. Some guys are a little dense when it comes to flirting. Yeah. Some Not anybody on this call. But, you know, some guys, it's just, you know what it is? It's a battle that goes on. People like this that, that are that are girl dumb. It, it's a combination of two things, right? It's a combination of like, I feel like you're doing an ad for like, are you girl? <laughs> 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 but but this is it, like it's a it's, it's a battle between confidence and awareness, right? Because you're like, OK, I'm aware that this is happening. 
but I don't necessarily think I'm confident enough to accept that this is really happening. So all you can do is just uncomfortably make a joke, back up, sort of like get a second opinion. But by that time, you know, it's it's all oh single, single dating life for me was a nightmare. Oh God. But it's also just putting so much pressure and onus on the woman to have to like make the first move, do all these things. Yep. Yep. It's just a weird Beth, do you think put yourself in the context of the late seventies? Do you think that he is an attractive enough man that he gets hit on a lot? Or is this something yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like Jesus in the streets, Satan in the sheets. Like he should be. <laughs> that was awesome. I've never heard of that. Well, no wonder Julie's so horned up. That's it. <laughs> that's it right there. Well, now all I can think about is that Philly Jesus guy. I was in an <laughs> elevator with him when I was on jury duty. What's Philly Jesus taking an elevator for? He can walk. Yeah, where is he going? I don't know. He, yeah, I went like this. I walked into the second floor of anything. I walked in the elevator and I was like, and he was like, he's ascending to the CJC. Probably he was in trouble. He had that big cross with him too. Like he did the whole thing. I was yeah. checking out his shoes. He did have sandals on. Wow. So yeah, he's committed. So is, is the advice good for her? If she is into him yeah. and she did make a good point that maybe there was some vagary. I agree with you, Beth. It should not be on the woman. Yeah. Yeah, but, that guy's like, oh, well, why don't you make a pass at him? Because why should I have to do all the work? She's like, I've been trying. Why do I need to do But if it's this? what you want, I don't some, know. Some guys are just girl dumb, to be honest with you. Like, it's got to be this crazy. But what but if he's again, a dick? What if he's a dick? You lose. Yeah, you exactly. Lose. Like, what if he's just not into her? Yeah. Right. Like, she's not even, yeah. I well, the interesting thing is, you don't, want, you don't yeah. want to embarrass yourself, right? But then you go and embarrass yourself. In like a, in exactly it, the way you never wanted to embarrass yourself and then you're like but it doesn't seem to stop her from doing it again and again and again so no because i mean she's living life to the fullest and she's like i'm gonna find love it. on this boat on this so boat. we go we back to mickey we go back to mickey and, and and sean's room mickey is getting ready to go out um yeah. for whatever action that it would definitely get him canceled today yeah. And he asks uh, Potsy why he's being such a dud when Julie is clearly interested. And he just gets another blank stare. This guy's just right. an idiot. Right. And it's like, these are the moments where he can just be honest. And it's like, those are the scenes just, where it's like, you can give more of a storyline right. now. Right. Like, you why would you not to. tell him? The creepiest guy, you know, why would you not tell him that right. you're, you're a priest and I'm having trouble? And it also gives him an opening. It's like, okay, well, maybe if this guy goes after Julie, then she'll get off my back. Oh. Funny way to look at oh, it. That's 3D chess right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Man. wow. Wow. That would be. Didn't even occur to me. Wow. That would be such a bottom. A, that would rock, yeah. That'd be rock bottom, right, for Julie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, rock yeah. bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this happens, and then she leaves the room, and we are writing such a better episode than this was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much like a Build-A-Bear sort of thing. We, we, we could have taken these pieces and made a much better episode. So right. Mickey, Mickey actually has a, a brief uh, introspective moment where he basically tells Sean that um, if he's not careful, he'll end up being a lonely, desperate man like him. 
Right. This but then the door knocks. Was, and, yeah. The door knocks and Julie's ready to go and he checks out. Like so <laughs> moment gone. Right. Imagine imagine being like the final nail in the decision to like whether or not to be a priest or not. Julie's yeah. gonna be like <laughs> I am the single reason that this man, right. I, I, I made this right. man run to God right. like, to get away. Oh, jeez! Right. I would never recover from that. Like, oh. just... No wonder she so should still be all... crying to this day. That's awful. Oh, yeah. man. Poor Julie. We've, we've all had bad flirting. No need to go into it. We all know yeah. we've done sure. things that you would not want to be on the love boat cameras. You know, yeah. sure. this is this is pretty bad. This is the reverse sound of music. Like, you stayed with God. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so. Julie, Julie comes in and she says that she's not Bobby's little sister anymore. That made sense. Like, I actually think get that one yeah. out of the way. Like right. that, because to me, they should have hit that harder. Julie should have been like, "Is it because I'm, you know, Bobby's right. little sister? I'm not, you know, that makes sense." Right. She's but like, then we're both the adults. Right. But then the full grown, <sighs> red blooded American woman looking for a full grown, <sighs> red blooded American man. This is was so fringe. <laughs> I don't even know how she got through saying that line. Like, how many takes do you think that took? Because I would not Ugh. have, I would have been so unwell. Who wrote that? Ugh. Who, yeah. Someone who's never, maybe Anson Williams did. Maybe this is like a true life story. Just, I know he directed a couple episodes of Happy mm. Days later on. Yeah. It's oh. just so bad on so many levels. To your point, mm. Beth, that the fact that you have to subject yourself to that because this guy's not responding and you don't have the agency to walk away. Yeah. Right. And then, Oof. and then it doesn't, that doesn't uh. work. <laughs> right. And then you firebomb it immediately <sighs> because she's so embarrassed, which I get that, but like it's With weird to awareness. be embarrassed after you say it, but not embarrassed while you're saying it. Well, and uh, it's not it, it, it's not like she didn't already throw herself at him. Right. In, in different ways. So it's like in her mind, she was like, Oh, maybe he didn't see me, or maybe he didn't hear me. Let me just <laughs> go this crazy far. Right. Oof. Even worse. Like inviting him back to my room didn't work. So let me try. Yeah, let me try oh, this. Let me try what? breaking into his room <laughs> where he's got nowhere to run. Ugh. It's uh like I said, everybody's Ugh. everybody's got a couple in their in their story in their head, but that's as bad as anything I've ever heard terrible. someone do. Yeah. So she there immediately be a Julie chills. scale, like a cringe scale for her flirtations. Oof. That's a good that's, that's gotta good be the worst, boy. right, Mike? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's because at least with the other like failed marriage proposal, there had been some history there. Mm. Well, with the marriage, I'm not saying it was great, but like that was probably like a seven and a half on the Julie scale. This is a ten. Yeah, well, I think I think it because it's her brother's <laughs> childhood friend. It just gives it that. Yeah, what's that story like when you get home? One. Yeah, I don't know if I'm her brother. I'm like, hey, what? Hey Julie, what the hell's wrong with you? What are you doing? Like, can you imagine getting a text from your friend and being like, "Your sister just said yeah. she's a fully full-grown, red-blooded American woman to me." <laughs> but that's why you just go to that. You go to that right away. 
you just throw that up immediately. Yes. He's not he's not an idiot. He knows no, she's hitting on knows. him. Right. I'd of be like, oh, I, I can't wait to tell your brother that you said that line to me. Yeah, you're creeping <laughs> me out. Oh, God, you'll never. Oh. Like, you're creeping you just have me to out. get so drunk that you hope you forget it. Right. That's what Julie should be doing after this. She should have a drinking problem at this point. Wow. <laughs> well, look at yeah. that. Well, unfortunately, the actress did. So. Yeah. <laughs> life well, imitated art. Yeah. Art imitated know, life. If these That's are the lines the, that I was fed, I would also have a drinking problem. I'd like, right. I'd have to be drunk to get through this, this script that you but wrote. But that's me. the worst part. I, I know for myself, every one <laughs> of my bad flirting stories involves alcohol. <laughs> so to do this sober is 10 times worse. It's yeah. awful. You, you can't, can't even pretend sober. that you were drunk. God. Mm. Potsy tries to reassure her that it's it's not true, that she could vamp a guy who's been stranded on a desert island for 40 years but he doesn't take the opportunity to say and don't beat yourself up because i'm a priest right that's all he had to say right so he's letting her hang (laughs) and then the door knocks and it's mickey o'day who is having a heart attack he was gone for 40 seconds (laughs) right it was a quick heart attack Comes back, his ties all sideways, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> but he he asks, um, he asks for as as we all do. He asks for a doctor and a priest. Yeah. And when he did it, I still didn't figure it out. I still I didn't either. Like, I actually nope. had to rewatch the scene again because I was confused. Yeah. Still, I was, I was too. I was just I was like, like nope. What didn't didn't get? Julie There's goes for nothing. the phone. Right. Julie goes for the phone. Makes sense. She would know where the doctor is. And uh, and and Sean goes for the dresser, which is such an odd thing to do. But he starts putting on all the... I'm not Catholic. All the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the decorations. Um, yeah, right. The accoutrement. <laughs> Costume. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, that's, and then Julie... Julie still hasn't like told Doc, like, hey, we got a heart attack here. She like, you're a priest. Hard right. cut commercial. <laughs> so, also, poor Mickey O'Day just dying. Here. Better things. There should have been like, like he's like finicking trying to get the paper thing in, and it's just like give him a Bible and a rosary. <laughs> like call it a day. Like an easy prop. You're one easy prop. Prop his head up and get him some water while we're waiting for the doctor. Okay, you, the priest will wait. Like we all know why you need a priest. You you're, you're you could have just had the Bible. You could have just yeah. had him flip a Bible out of his bag right. or something and be done with yeah. it. With the big, power of Christ compels you. Holy, yeah, just yeah. to really drive the point home. <laughs> right. I just cannot yeah. even imagine if I'm Mickey O'Day and I think I'm dying, right? I totally think I'm dying. <laughs> and then this guy is leaving to go into the dresser. Like, what do you think right. he's doing, <laughs> man? Right. To, get, to make sure he has the right garb on. I'd be like, are you kidding you just me? Have to... Yo, could you get my shoes off or something? I'm dying here. Like, I'm having I think, a heart attack. I think something tells me. Something tells me that uh, our our friend Mickey O'Day. This isn't the first time he's almost died. I mean, judging by his <laughs> oh, many jumpsuits he brought, his he's not new. Yeah. To, yeah, he's not new to this. He knows yeah. what's up. He's like, oh, he's like, get the priest. I'll be fine in a minute. Right, yeah. like on Law and Order, they they yell, "Somebody call a bus!" Because like an ambulance. But like he's like, give me a priest. Oh, just God, give me a priest. Never say that. It'd be great if you just not expecting to have one in the room. 
Right. Yeah. Give me a bartender. Give me a runaway. <laughs> I would do that. I <laughs> Thoughts die. <laughs> Give me a scotch. <laughs> yeah. Doc, Doc Doc does show up. And of course, what does he prescribe? Pills. Yeah. Um so a mild sedative. He says he'll come back to check on him a couple of times. So this boat does not have an EKG or shouldn't you have him in the medical facility? What? Observation? Or like a first aid kit, at least for fake it. Like just something. I, I like why is he a... not sleeping on the on the medical table? Right. In doc's office. I have a bit of a medical background. And my biggest issue here is I don't know if that's what you should be giving to somebody who had a heart attack. Like more pills. Let me give you something that's going to slow you down a little bit, right? Just right. in case you're stressed. Like maybe stress isn't the number one symptom you need to be treating right now, right? Because that's like, his let's answer to everybody. Pills down here and hope that like, like you can. He, make he it gave the same night. pills to the captain in a few minutes before he sees his room. So it's like he's got, got one, one pill. He's got, got one. one he's got a move. big old bucket of of these <laughs> tranquilizers. Yeah. Like really, is that? Like, I, I mean, that's what I need. Here would be a, a bit of a storyline if Doc was right. actually Randy, the boyfriend. Of Randy, <laughs> yeah. And he the disappeared drug too. <laughs> He's the kingpin. That's making it. sure that she's making her runs. He's hiding in plain sight. <laughs> They're never in the same scene. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That'd be great. Uh, we need to rewrite this entire episode. Hmm. Mickey uh, asks Doc to go tell the redhead that he was dancing with that he'll have to sit the next one out. <laughs> that felt like a very game recognizes game kind of thing. Right. Like he wasn't going to ask anybody that, but he'll ask Doc that. Like go, go settle my affairs. You don't want to leave that. You don't want to leave that cigarette burning <laughs> over there. You know, might so. cause a fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Same principle. <laughs> uh, Sean, in addition to being a terrible communicator, as Beth pointed out, uh, also. <laughs> Just heartless because his roommate nearly died and he's out on the deck with Julie. Like, Doesn't give hang around. Right. Just hang around for a few minutes. You're well, a priest. Shouldn't somebody stay and hang out with the guy who almost died, well, who's now loaded on tranquilizers? That's his job. It's the after part. The doctor does the first part, then the priest comes in and does the right. after. Nope. I have to wrap up my storyline with Julie. Yeah, it was a weird move. Weird. So now he finally explains the reverse Rumspringa. Julie feels like a fool, but he basically made it sound like he was taking the cruise to try and decide if he could be a priest or not. I guess that's a good idea, Beth. If you're saying you run into a lot of people, maybe that. No, is a good I actually, well, I think if, if, or if he's really going to do the rumstringer of like trying to figure out if he's a priest or not, a cruise might be a good place. Cause it's usually a casino. There's drinking, there's mm, people. There's some so, sins on both. Yeah, yeah. There's like, it's a, you know, floating, Bag of sins. So I feel like this Bloody is like, <laughs> I feel like he could really test himself. So is his like, roommate. Can, sure. Yeah. If I can get through all of this, then I can definitely be a priest. Well, plus it's almost protecting you from anything terrible. Like, it's not like he's going to, I'm going to go to Tijuana for a week and like, let's mm. see what happens. It's, con let's, it's let's contained danger. It's contained, contained danger. danger where it's only going to be so dangerous. Do you think you know? he knew because he's friends with the family? Do you think he knew Julie was on this boat and intentionally booked this cruise? She's like the final yeah. boss that he had to get by. Yeah, he realized that, you know, he'd she's rather, the apple. 
That's it. Yeah. He was like, no, dog, I don't even like apples. <laughs> no, I'm good. And you know what? I love apples, but not yeah. this particular apple. Right. This particular yeah. apple, not so much. This so has already had a bite out of it. Yeah, it's just this weird. <laughs> a lot of bite. A lot of bite. Know, out of the core. This apple. <laughs> this apple's just crazy. Oh, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So he kind of lets her off the hook, which is her, his fault. I mean, as much as we want to make fun of Julie or blame Julie and all that right. stuff, like he could have let her off the hook it didn't need to get to this level this episode like yeah. after the first one why wouldn't you say hey if you feel comfortable enough to call someone like metal mouth after right. all these years and you feel comfortable <laughs> enough to be like hey don't hey do, do yourself a favor don't embarrass yourself for the next like you 40 wasted, minutes of television you wasted right. this whole all my time you wasted so much of my time we could have just hung out as friends just, right he's not a kind priest that's for sure no, he's not. So no. now they have a a lovely platonic non secular dance on the deck. Good for and them. That's kind of the end of that storyline. There you go. Good riddance. Thank God. It took forever <laughs> to get. It was too. <laughs> Literally. Thank God. Yeah. It's just. It's too much. No, they just could have taken a shortcut. Yeah. The uh, next morning, Gopher asks the captain for an update on the painting, and he does the same yellow. Singapore sunrise saffron bit as um, mm. Doc did. Doc also, or a gopher also points out that the hallway is in fact the same color uh, as Steubing's uh, favorite shade there, and that's where he freaks out. So the painters show up. Yeah. Good. Wasn't this the captain's fault? I mean, what a dummy. I'm just saying, you, you're surrounded by this color in the hallway. If, yeah. was, was, well, if the we, hallway was always that color, like what? But we don't really know if it was always that color. Or not. They alluded to it though a little mm. bit. You know, they made. They I made went me back feel and looked. Like, yeah, I went back and looked, and in the earlier scene, it's not that color. Now I am partially colorblind, so maybe I'm the worst one to answer this question. No, I, I'd have to go back and look. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Again, they're, they're dragging this thing out. They're dragging yeah. this. Painters show up, and he's just pissed, and he's like, "Paint it blue, just." blue not any kind of other fancy blue just paint it blue because he's to your point mike he's he can't possibly have the same paint as the commoners see mm. in the hallway uh, he's not right. one of the poors yeah. and and you know they spill paint on his shoes i don't know how these guys these guys not only right. are con artists but they're kind of like dicks which is great right <laughs> i kind of like it because he's like oh these this guy's like spitting on the peasants and he's like yep. no no We're they're gonna... taking their pound of flesh every time they can yeah yeah this accidental awful things happen. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Speaking of awful, Boothurston is in the dining room waiting for Nancy to get back from dumping Randy. Um, he's got his tux on. He's got two candlelight. He had the steward mix up um, a bottle of carrot juice in a yeah. champagne bottle. Very creepy. 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 So creepy. He's explaining all this Imagine, to Julie, who now has time to work. Drink this her, concoction her that I made you. Like, what? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's just it's just terrible. But of course, Nancy never comes back. And this old man has drank an entire bottle of carrot juice. Carrot juice. Is still sitting in the empty dining room. Smashes it into the champagne bucket. Go back to the room, man. She's got to stay in your room. She'll be back or she won't be. But like, you don't need, she's not going to show up at 1 a.m. I would have been fine with him dying right here. Like at that seat waiting all night for the person to come back and just, that's it. He's out. 
So she comes back, you know, she's like, oh, my God, look what I've done. I dubbed Randy, Mexican mm -hmm. Randy, and now my new uh, act. But, yeah, yeah, let him die in there. All the carrot juice. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then they're like, is there a priest? And they all look to yeah, handsome yeah, Green. Right. And he's like, well, I'm not a priest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I just didn't want to be with that woman. <laughs> It was just the cardboard thing that's in every dress shirt that you buy. That's all it was. Huh? He's like, I just shifted it around from my collar. It was nothing. <laughs> Completely fake. He's like, shh. And then he winks, <laughs> and then it's the scene. Yeah. <laughs> and every time Julie walks in, he's got to pretend to be a priest. Put it back on. Yeah. yeah. He's reading the Bible. Maybe Why didn't we write like this? That. We're so uh, much better than this. This so would be a better. great episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So the boat's leaving Puerto Vallarta in the morning, and Boothertin is sad again. And uh, Stubing checks in on him because, again, Stubing's got nothing better to do than to inquisit about a person he met once. Um, and and Boothertin is like, you know, she's an adult; she can do what she wants. Stubing offers to uh, have the authorities track her down. Stubing has no idea how old she is. She could be. Five, she could be twenty six. She has no idea. He has no idea. Like, either butt out or call the authorities. Like, anyway. Um, but then they wait like what ten seconds? Yeah. And she shows back up, and everything's fine. She brought a burrito. Um, <laughs> yeah, she screwed it up. Randy, good guy, drove the whole night to catch up with the boat because mm. you know they got into a heavy conversation. Just so I think you're Randy uh, besmirching uncalled for. I don't believe in Randy. I don't believe in some shady dude dating a 16 year old girl right. across international lines. Yeah. The whole thing's shady know. as hell. That they they, got a, they got a deep relationship, man. You don't know. How do they talk? I want to know. How do they meet? How do they keep in contact? Well, they met at that Home on the Range concert. That Long distance phone calls. And so William she's Senior seen him. Concert. She's only seen him once. It did. It did seem like that was it. Yeah. Just those two days standing in line at a concert, which seems like Jesus. the best place to meet your future spouse. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, that's Doesn't probably really not. Track. A, uh -uh. So we get the other weird comedy bit where Gopher throws the plant in the ocean. Mm. It's just rando. It, they're on the Gulf of Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. No, no, Pacific Ocean. Oh, okay. If you're LA to because mm. I was going to say salt, I don't think the Gulf is salt water, but yeah, maybe brackish at times. Anyway, it doesn't matter because I guess we're just going to see these bits now in future episodes. Yeah. I just wanted to use the word brackish today so I can check that box. Yeah, brackish. Good. <sighs> we are just we are crawling to the finish line here. Doc it's, and Stuby go to the cabin. The to, episode um, just lost steam. It was just yeah. like this it didn't really need did. to get forty minutes. It was like. Okay, or they needed something else. But they they put so many eggs in that grandpa girl storyline. It was just like, oh, all of crap, these man. could have been so much faster. Just you really could have had a fourth storyline this week. That's what I was thinking, but mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah. ugh. So they're just so polluting the, the ocean. Yeah, the, the yeah. painters painted everything blue. Hilarious. Everything. Um, Doc offers Stubing tranquilizers, the ones he stole off Mickey O'Day. Um, he's he's speechless. He threatens to hang them by the yacht arm. 
or yard arm. No, I wasn't sure I'm which not one. Familiar with that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and then he gets blue paint all over himself. Hilarious. So, Butherton asks Gopher to set up a series of ship to shore calls. That's the whole scene. He comes down the elevator. Oh yeah. Asks yeah, yeah. that. Runs back in the elevator. That's the whole scene. Hmm. We're just we're just wasting. They're just throwing just crap wasting. out of right. Yeah. Doug, we need time. It is ten forty-seven on Christmas Eve. Santa is en route, and you right. are wasting people's time with this nonsense. No, I could have been watching Noah's Ark. Yeah, but imagine though. Imagine people are just like, oh, what's next? I mean, it, there was nothing on TV back then. So if you're right. watching TV. It's like you have a one in three chance that they were watching this. And ask Santa for that time back that I'm never going to get. Never yeah, you got to go to bed. <laughs> you got to go to bed. Like, you Maybe go, time you know wasn't what? as valuable then. Go to, Apparently. Go to church. Yeah. I'd go to the Midnight Mass at that place. point. This episode was that bad. <laughs> it was bad. What would you rather do? Midnight Mass or watch this episode? <laughs> I bet you they're um, all hoping that they're going to see, uh, what's his name? The fake priest. Or Santa. Mess, yeah, yeah, he's like a thief in the night, that fake priest. No yeah. way he's a Julie priest. Julie tracks down the painters who are hiding behind the bar and tells them that they should get off the ship because Stubing's in his quarters. He'll kill them if he does, if they don't. They apologize for the mishap and manage to get uh, Midnight Mediterranean Magenta on her mm. hand. Also hilarious. And this is where they unveiled their con artists. Yeah, um, fantastic unveil, which was great. So I, great. I just never, I never thought of them being comedy. Neither did I. I like, loved it. Didn't see it coming at all. It was great. So Can't does pay, it make it a good? It right. Yeah. Does it make it a good episode if you have two gotchas that three intelligent people did not get all these years later? I didn't think they would do the double, to be honest. Yeah. I thought when the yeah. priest thing, I'm like, okay, the painters is the painters. Right. I thought it was clever. I thought it was clever. It was, didn't see it coming. Okay, I like the that. Bones of, there are bones here for a really good episode. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. it didn't land. No, no. This is like if like Chat GPT wrote an episode for the love boat. It's like <laughs> yes, it is. You know, yes. there's a there's some good nuggets, and then we just ruined it. And then yeah, it's just weird. They yeah, do like kind of repeat the same scene over and over again, like, yeah. <laughs> like some of those right. things do. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, like I said earlier, would totally watch a weekly show with the two painters or con artists. Oh, just con yeah. every week mm-hmm. would be fantastic. I'm with you on that. The cruise is ending, thank God. And Nancy is sad. She accuses Boothertown of stalling. Um, but then all of a sudden, her social worker shows up. And it turns out that's who Boothertown has been calling this whole time. This woman looks like what I think the 70s looked like. Yo, yeah. 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 Big glasses, that right. hair that isn't moving. Like she probably has like a long cigarette. Right. Virginia Slim. Right. 120. She has um, a quaalude in her back pocket. Like, <laughs> just, you know, she's doing her thing. Man. She's not chasing some man around i'll tell you no, that no 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 no, no she does she doesn't efficient. do chasing that's not her you know business. what she's doing she's gonna give mickey o'day another heart attack after they're done here oh, yeah um turns out that booth thurston is um trying to arrange to be her foster parent and the social worker at least acknowledges the fact they have to do some sort of background check on a 75 year old widower who lives 
three thousand miles away in a river in a river house. Yeah. Super easy, convenient. You know, so, yeah. maybe the long game, the whole episode is just she's gonna end up being like the sole benefactor of this crazy his fortune, the Boothertown fortune. Right. So what what happens there, right? Like, I don't know how quick you can turn around a foster parent situation, but let's say it's six months. She's going to be 18 in a while. She's living now. She grew up in Los Angeles. Now she's yeah. going to McKeesport to live with this old man who she's known for like four days. She's telling Randy, hold on a few more years. and they're gonna yeah, yeah, I tell you one thing. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot longer it. drive to Alcapoco from McKeesport. There's no direct flights there. She's writing a lot of checks. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like you, you can't possibly. I, I would, I would um, recommend no to this foster parent change. I mean, that's Sorry. how you get taken. Yeah. Or maybe that's the best way. I mean, if you think about like uh, some of your older foster children, mm-hmm. just like older dogs, sometimes it's hard to get people to adopt older dogs, but maybe mm-hmm. the answer is just have really, really old people adopt older people. Like, what I'm saying is have like an 88-year-old adopt yeah. a 15-year-old. So in three years, they'll be 18. Yeah. It's a perfect setup. Everyone gets what they want. I actually used to say this when I thought about like people like, oh, do you want kids? And I'd be like, oh, you know, I think a really good scenario would be if I adopted someone that's about to go into med school because then I have someone that like I can financially support. I don't yeah. need to raise them. And then when I'm dying, I have someone in the medical field that will be my family. Mm-hmm. It's all about ROI in my book. Yeah, That's I feel like it's I'm a win-win. For. The long yeah. you should ad- you should also adopt a priest though. That way, you'd be covered both ways. Mm, right, a doctor and a priest. Doctor and a priest. Yeah. Um. So, the assuming that they get the paperwork to go, how old do you have to be to still be required to have foster parents? Mm. Like, is that like an every state rule? Like how to be emancipated? Like, is it 18 everywhere or is it interesting? It's funny because it's in Alabama. I looked into this uh, and it was, I believe it was 17 in Alabama. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine they're probably a little looser there. I would imagine, right? It's like, or is it? Well, no, that's 15 in Alabama. Let's not kid ourselves. Okay. (laughs) There's a reason that they said Pennsylvania, not, not Alabama. Right, right, yeah. right. We There's don't no want yeah, yeah. Alabama. I'm just saying, if that's the litmus, then I then I would imagine it's probably like 18 in order to. But then, if you're 18, what what's the point? Right. Why would you emancipate if you're 18? You're 18, like just yeah. I mean, are you going to? Is she going to know. Duquesne? Maybe University of Pittsburgh. Right. I I don't I don't know. It just seems I, like a real like I don't think her hippie dippy lifestyle is going to blend with the McKeesport elders. I mean, she's not going to be able to get carrot juice and McKeesport. No way. Not that oh, much. No way. Not that no. much. You have an iron city and you enjoy it. And that's all yeah. you can have. And I can't right. imagine something with, uh, something with coleslaw on it. Yeah. And that's it for that. Um, and we only have one more scene in the epilogue. Julie and Sean are saying their goodbyes. Oh, Potsy says he hopes to marry Julie one of these days, but not that way. Twist the knife. No, oh, not God. me. That is, you know? that was the worst. That was oh. just like. I'd love to walk now down he, the now he knows metaphorically. Like, oh, right. 
dick, dude. You're yeah. Just being such a jerk. He's an asshole. They totally. Joey, asshole. the only way you can have self worth is if you find a man, but not yeah. me. Right. Yeah. They should have cut to a, like a, a post scene of like him on the phone with her brother and be like, "Oh yeah, your sister was really coming on too strong." So I didn't tell her I was becoming. I was a priest. <laughs> what else was I supposed to do? That's Over the only thing I can think of. Um, Mickey shows up, says his farewells, and thanks the father. And he and does it weirdly. He's like, "Thanks, father, for everything." And what did he really do? Maybe it's nothing. All those tranquilizers. Right? He doesn't. Maybe he he had a whole different experience when they left him by himself on tranquilizers in his room after recovering from a heart attack. I'd be no. like, "Thanks, father, for nothing." Yes, yeah, <laughs> right. Thanks. He didn't do shit. He did nothing thanks, for father. me, sir. Thanks, father, for dicking around when I was having that heart attack. Appreciate right. it. Get out of take it out of Julie. Right. Like I legit thought I was gonna die, and you're trying to deal with this whole situation right. over here. Like you cock blocked me from Julie. You yeah. let me die. Like this. Like... Turns out it was not a heart attack, but it was a case of indigestion and too much boogieing, which just confirms what we always thought, which is Doc is not a real doctor. That's right. not, not a, that's right. not a medical it's thing. Not a, no. Plus, he was gone for again 35 seconds. Right. Well, about how long it takes to do a giant rail of cocaine and just come <laughs> back and be like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Urgh, you know, it's a heart attack. Yeah. Mickey O'Day just <laughs> covered like Scarface. Like. Giant lines in the hallway. That's what happened. Time matches up. It tracks. And then that's it. Julie says goodbye, and then it. Beth, to your point about it, was this the last episode? It had a very like, and that's it. Sad. Right. It was weird. Right. Just a weird Never episode. see Julie again. Yeah. Just, that's it. And that's wow. and that's the end. Um. Yeah. So totals and a recap. Uh, King of the Mountain. Mike, this was not the best episode. No. <laughs> but like I said, the more we talk about it, the more I feel like. They left a the lot framework on was the there. They, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It was wasted. wasted like Beth, we always talk about the best episode. What we reference is episode five. And it's the so one five. that we've had where it had three storylines that all hit. Mm. And this one, you can argue that the painter hit and nothing else really hit. Yeah. So, you know, Different. one for three is not going to make it. Yeah. This no, is a little bit of a rough, it. a rough episode. Yeah. There was nothing like, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Captain of the week, Mike, who you got best of the week? Oh, the painters, Vincent and Ronald, hands down. Yeah. Absolutely. Beth? Oh, Mr. Miyagi, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I agree with you guys. I will, although I, I feel like I, as I watched this three times, I felt less this way every time. I'm going to go with Boothertown. I feel like he carried that for a while. Um, also, the fact that he sounded like Burl Ives and the episode yeah. probably killed him. Like, I feel like he deserves some credit for that. Um, but like I said, I felt yeah. way more strongly about that the first time than I did sure. the second time. So, if the priest the- wasn't a real priest and it was like a whole like con the whole time, yeah. then that would have been the best. There one. you go. Yeah. And we should, yeah. I agree. And we should give a shout out to Mickey O'Day, who was great. So, yeah. Yeah. Creep, a great creep. There's context. Great, 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 great. Absolutely. Beth, walk the plank. What was the worst part of this episode? Oh, Julie. I could not. She was just, I couldn't handle it. Her just, she was so desperate and I hated that. 
and I hated seeing that portrayal of like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, you're not wrong. And that is a hard come down because I feel like Julie got captain the week on this thing. Like a lot in the beginning, a lot. Mm. we're yeah. big Julie fans, but she's, she's on a bit of a downward spiral here. Yeah. It's a shame. Michael, you got, you know, I, I, I agree with Julie, but I will also say that, you know, the Potsy, the priest character, because mm. he kind of just let her look foolish. Yeah. He you was know, a it, like where, where, yeah. where are the Christian values? Even if you're thinking about being a priest, like to me, that's no mercy. Kinda, right. Yeah. Like that's just being a good person. That's not even a religious thing. Like, Hey, let me tell you just as like a, I've known you forever. What a what a D move to not say something and make yeah. Something. yeah I'm friends with you. I'm best friends with your brother. I actually agree I with you. Treat you like that. I know? agree with you. He made her feel like he made her look crazy. Like he yeah. kind of strung it out. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe, you know what I mean. Like and then I'm like, what's the purpose of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only thing I came up with was like, well, that has to be an ego thing. It's got to feel good to to feel to get those advances, but no, like yeah. Yeah, just, but by not acknowledging it, it at all in any man. other scene yeah, makes it even worse. It's the worst. worse. He's the that's why they definitely needed the good angel. That's why they needed the good angel, bad angel thing. Mm-hmm. That that really made it made it so Isaac. much easier to accept it. But you never mm-hmm. you never got to see the torment that Beth is probably right about. Mm-hmm. They just he would just stare like a doofus. It's so weird. But in the yeah. end, like she went through all the stuff and felt absolutely foolish as mm-hmm. a result of like the, the body of that work right? that went into Sin, that. Sin, yeah. Sin, yeah. The whole and, thing. and that last dig, you're right. He, I think he, I totally agree with you. I'm changing my vote. He's just shitty, man. Yeah, he's, he's a just, shitty guy. He's, shitty. he's a coward. I, he's a coward. And like, if those are the principles he lives his life by, then maybe he shouldn't yeah. be a priest. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Your church is built on sand. My friend, just golden rule, man. It's real yeah. simple. Just golden. Do you want two others? If I was, if I was hitting on somebody really hard and they were a priest, I would appreciate if they would tell me we both are very busy. Isn't that a sin? To Omission? Like, yeah. Priesthood. I don't sin? think one of the deadly sins, but, oh. I mean, <laughs> but I can't imagine. I can't imagine somebody not saying That's, something. I can't yeah. imagine somebody. If you said somebody was a friend or like what? How can you not? And you just go. Ooh, there she comes again. What's she going to do now? Like, it's almost right. like a joke in a way. Yeah, it's like, so it's rude. Weird. It's well, mean. and again, it's also weird. a dick move because even if he didn't want to say the priest thing because he felt like he needed to have a fair crack at it, he could have right. just hid behind the, the brother thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I can't possibly because you're right. But he was just like, right. no, right. I'm not even going to use that. Just or anything. Cold. He made no, you know. That's just cold. Like, there's no emotional impact on him. He might the be a psychopath. He's looking like an yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's a psychopath. Weird. Yeah. Now I really hope he's not a priest. Boo, boo, boo. All right, Mike plugs. Plugs. Uh, you can find us. Uh, the recently renamed, so everything has the same name. Project. Uh, you'll oh, find wow, us. Love Boat, us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Boat Project on Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook group, Love Boat Project, and you can email us at theloveboatproject at gmail.com. Beth, anything you would like to plug? Oh, I'll uh, I'll give a little plug to my podcast, Feature Not a Bug. It's about career pivots and life choices. Are they features? Are they bugs? You can find me on Instagram at Feature Not a Bug Podcast. 
excellent. It's a great awesome. podcast. Everybody should listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna check it. I have Thank you, Beth. I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks for having me on. This was, was awesome. Great. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Um, that's it for episode 12. Next week, um, I'll give you a little taste. Uh, we have newlyweds that include a young Kathy Bates. Really? Oh, wow. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Uh, otherwise, thanks, everybody, for joining. We're halfway done. Season one. How about halfway that? There. Ring the bell. Project continue. Uh, we will see you next week. And remember, don't dress like a groupie from the Nitty Gritty Band. It's just not a good idea. <laughs>